What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Heavy Habs! How about that uh, that Niner game looked like? I mean, you definitely played one like Thanksgiving game in a yard somewhere that looked like that Niner game. Did you uh, call the Davis High School Blue Devils? Yeah. Fall of Fall of '02 game at I think Bethel High School in uh, in Vallejo. It was a muddy. It was a mud bowl. Uh, I don't know if we traveled the uh, high, the the Davis Community Television broadcast crew until. Um, Didn't you do Vacaville? Yeah, O two. What do you mean? Did I do Vacaville? Didn't you Didn't you call a Vacaville game at Vacaville? I remember. Yeah, we tra- We did. We did travel. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So we, I don't know. We, if we had we a mud bowl game. game. Davis Blue Devils. Who I don't know if you saw a guy beat Jesuit. Text our buddy EG, yeah. coach on the staff. I think they're seven and one. He said a lock to be in the playoffs. Win two more games. Wow. The Davis High Blue Devils, Division One, Sacramento area, one of the better underrated high school football areas, I'd say in the country. Have a chance to be a top four seed in SAC. That's big. Biggest division. That's big. I'll have to. You're saying that, that Davis High played a, a rainy game at Bethel. In O two, yes. I'll have to text uh, Ethan Gave on. Because he was co- covered in dirt, with covered me. in mud. Uh, we found we we uh, we found a way to win that game. I remember. Really? Yeah. All right. I'll, uh, this is what Blue Devils do. They win. I'll ask you, even though if I, you remember. I'm not sure we were the best squad. Uh, probably people have ever seen. Well, that, we were you know, benefited from the sloppy conditions. Kept it close. Yeah, Hard it to cover. Helped. I don't know what the they line was sp- that night. They had some speed, guy. <laughs> we, we did not. Let's see if Ethan remembers. Keep playing baseball, by the way. Ethan gave on did, what, what uh before we dive into football yeah. that moment last night in the end game was pretty special was it not the ending I mean the LeMayhew <laughs> home run when they were dead yeah and Springer's in right to me Reddick might make that play but Reddick was in left field I would never move Reddick out of right field no I don't I, know if Springer I, can't I, play I left I thought it immediately I'm sure you, obviously you did too like he had that exact same play last year or whatever. Like that catch. Well, he robbed right, Hunter, the ball was he right there. Pence this year, I think. Something threw me off because I saw a tweet that said, like, you know, classic Twitter. 
Like, I'm not trying to not enjoy this game, but watching two domestic abusers go at it. And this is yeah. when this is when Chapman was facing Altuve. So I Googled Altuve. Uh, I'm like, I didn't know he had had it. And then I realized it was because of Ozuna. Right. And then I went back. Did you know that Altuve had made some pretty strong comments? I don't know if something had happened in his family. Like, I will never allow a domestic abuser here. Maybe before they made the trade. Like, it was... He had been kind of like the Mark Davis of the players with the Astros. Mm. And then I think they traded for him anyway. I had forgotten that. But he... Ozuna was suspended for like 75 games for beating his girlfriend. Or shooting at her. Or maybe that was Chapman. But it wasn't, you know... If baseball was covered like football, I think we'd probably talk about that stuff more. But you just forget about it. And you don't realize you got to to put the pieces of the puzzle. I was like, I, I thought Altuve was a great guy. And it turns out he is. Yeah. You know, you, you don't get to... He doesn't get to be the GM. He's forced... At, he has Ozuna. Who's actually pretty good, isn't he? Yeah. And then... But I don't know about you. I was not confident... At 4-4, the Yankees would find a way to win it. I was rooting for them. I really wanted a Game 7 today, Sunday, as we record this. I didn't feel would good about have, them would winning that game. Would that have been right now? Yeah, I think so, probably. You mean at midnight when we're recording this? <laughs> I knew they were fucked uh, by, like, Chapman. I forget the sequence. Did he walk a guy or he hit a guy? How'd the guy get on base? He walked him. Yeah. He, he lost it. You could tell, like, God, he looks... He doesn't have it right now. He couldn't... He had no clue where his pitches were going. That's where I went, well, they might just run out of gas. Like, the Yankees are kind of all in on their bullpen, and especially that guy. And if he's not on... You know one thing that crossed my mind, though, guy, and it kind of pissed me off? You know, I do appreciate this about the Yankees. Like, you know what they'll do this offseason? They're like, we're going to need better starting pitching, and they'll go buy a sweet starter. Like they'll spend two hundred million dollars on Garrett Cole or whatever. I, I wish more. Yeah. I wish the Giants would operate like yeah, that. Yeah, well, but but again, like, yeah, you got to get the right guy. I mean, they could have had Corbin. He would have made them better. Would he have sold? But you know, guys? they'll take some swings on the top guys this offseason, right? Yeah, they'll, but they'll, I'm just they, saying, they, they like, I do think they've gotten smarter. They don't just do it haphazard. But Cole would be the guy. I hope he's a Yankee next year. Um, but to me, the problem in the series was not their starting pitching. It felt like they had the runners on. They, I don't know how many runners they stranded, but in games five and six, it felt like the whole team got stranded. Twice with the bases loaded s- in game five, multiple times what in game Tom, six. What did Tommy Yanansky or whatever that guy's name used to teach? Tommy Mansky. <laughs> yeah. You, you, he, Remember that? Throwing it in a trash can from center field is what he thought. <laughs> yeah. Cut like off. Catch, ca- catching with like pans, you know, you, so you just work in your hands. Fred McGriff, uh, they, yeah. They're, 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 you know, back in the day, like players now do businesses with like Nike and Under Armour. Back in the day, star Fred McGriff was a star. Did like did marketing deals with shit like that. Yeah. Think about that. What did that pay Fred McGriff? Like two grand a year. Well, I mean, you know? if he, he gets was residuals, so happy to do it. He's been getting paid. I mean, <laughs> I think if it's not in the air anymore, it just went off. I don't feel like I've the seen Yan- it in a while. I'll say this about the Yankees. Listen, I'm no baseball aficionado, but they swing in a lot of shitty pitches, man. Uh, they, swing, they just swing out of their yeah, ass. Yeah, they didn't have to. You need John Carlos. I, I'll be interested to see, like, what to what extent is John Carlos Stanton hurt if we ever get You know, this guy, that. this is year one of 10, or I think 12. Like, this was the fir- of the 13-year, $325 million deal. It officially started this year. So you got 12 more, you know? Because if I, I somehow I follow a lot of Yankee people. And it makes sense, like just because you cover the Cardinals doesn't mean you grew up a Yankee. Like Yankee fans are, they're the biggest brand probably in America. 
They hate Giancarlo Stanton, guy. They people. It felt like like normal high level beat reporters and shit that are just like covering the Cowboys or like dude that covers Seahawks that are Yankees fans. It feels like they thought he was faking. Like there there was a red flag there. Well, you they saw some what, issues. Re, what, what happened with Reggie Jackson? He call him out. Well, so Reggie goes on radio and starts talking shit. Then doesn't re- his he, own radio show think, he has one no, on no, no. he just goes on he just calls in thinks he's in commercial break then later comes out like oh i didn't i was just screwing around like i didn't mean that stuff like i i thought i was in a commercial break we were just having fun kind of ripped Wait, you're him sa- you're saying that reggie on his saturday morning show thought he was on commercial break no no, no i'm saying reggie jackson called into somebody's show i think it was jim bowden's show gotcha on like mlb network on radio, on Sirius XM, talking mad shit, and it went over the air. But, and he but I know that he thought it was during the break because he dropped. He was dropping f bombs. Gotcha. You. You're. Are you allowed to swear on Sirius? I, I don't think, think you, you can't get fined by the FCC, but nobody actually does it. Callers do because sometimes I'll be driving around and like a Mad Dog caller will be like, "What the fuck?" And they'll just keep on talking, and the host won't even act like it's that weird. And you're like, "Oh yeah, this isn't terrestrial radio." You know, but the, I don't think they do. Do they don't do you like? Do you do dump buttons on your show? No, nah, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think they exist because you're you're right. They don't get fine. So Bowden said, John Carlos quads hurting him. He's not in the lineup. Your thoughts? And Reggie Jackson said, "Fuck, he's been out all fucking year. How the fuck could he be hurt? Ha ha ha. This isn't on air, is it? Honest to God." So then he came out and apologized. To me, he doesn't need to apologize. For I that, I agree not I, because I, I'm I'm mad watching it. I know yeah. it's easy for my couch to say he should be playing, but I mean, this is the ALCS. Like, is it? Torn? Do you think it's fair? Do you think Could it's he fair? tear it? What? When you didn't watch- we learn our lesson with Kevin? How dare you make a player feel that way? Well, you realize with the football players, like they and just football coaches, why they view back. I mean, it's mainly basketball as like the soft sport, but I think baseball now the way concussions work and the, their injuries and just. It's a little much that the difference between football and just what the guys go through to play. Like I, I saw reports this morning that were like, not only do they think they avoided disaster with Mahomes, but he's telling people he officially considers himself week to week. <laughs> it's like he's fucking kneecap was just pointed the other way and midfield. They had to put it back on his leg. And, he, and you can tell like after the game, he's in the locker room. He is telling people he's week to week. Now, it's out of his control a little bit. But football players are fucking insane. When I broke my toe running in my old apartment, running into the wall, I was, I was, that's when we were doing radio. I was in so much goddamn pain. And I'll never forget asking Dr. Schwartz, who does the A's and who's done the Warriors and done Raiders. Just if I was an NFL pl- If I was an NFL player, could I play Sunday? He laughed at my face. He laughed at my face. And I could barely walk. And they, like a broken toe means nothing to them. Now, maybe if you're like a running back or whatever, but like a lineman, 100%. The toughness scale of football and then everything else, it's like, would you, even in as quote unquote society gets softer, the, to me, does the gap even widen then? Because the NBA players are like, I ain't playing. <laughs> like football, still the mentality is, because I also think part of it is you have way more games. Where in football, you're like, I worked all fucking week. I've been rehabbing. I want to play in the game. Right. There's no like, well, we'll just get get them tomorrow. Yeah, just the games are the fun part for football. We're in basketball sometimes. You're like, 
the paychecks are the fun part, and maybe playoff games are fun, but I, I think they view a lot of games as, like, tedious. You know, like, I don't want to play tonight. What they could use is Ease and EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM. This podcast brought to you by, you go to Ease.com, anyone over uh, 21 or 21, 21 and over is the way you say it, verify online in minutes, Vra- a vast selection of the best brands, the countdown clock is on, and the driver arrives very quickly. Or you got EaseWellness.com, John. Promo code is HAM for both. They get you 20 bucks off your first delivery. Is that when the order's over 50 bucks? Over 50 bucks, yeah. I just had a friend that used it, easewellness.com. Uh, there, there's two separate, right? We got our ease.com, which has THC, which is vapes, the gummies, the pre-rolls, and everything. Then you have Ease Wellness, which is CBD, CBD guy. They deliver that to your house. So ease.com delivers through a car. Ease Wellness drop shipment like the Amazon of CBD. Uh, my friend just ordered some uh, Forever Pet CBD treats, mm. 300 milligrams. $36, and also got some calm CBD gels because they're like uh, nice little calming uh, drops you put on your in your mouth. So you got it all, Ease Wellness and Ease.com, promo code HAM, promo code HAM, promo code HAM. And uh, the podcast brought to you by mybookie.ag, promo code HAM in the numeral one, HAM in the numeral one at mybookie.ag. Uh, fastest payouts, better lines than any other sports book. That promo code gets your first, deposit doubled if you choose to do that you don't you don't have to do it but uh use the promo code just to get the credit we appreciate that and uh by the time this podcast is out we'll know what happened on sunday night football i saw you said before the game you are staying away from that one weird one i mean do you have any clue going in i, I had none eagles cowboys yeah <laughs> i had to lean dallas but because it's at home but like if i told you the eagles win you, no. you know this is one of those games that yeah it's just hard to tell what's the monday night game uh, uh, Patriots Jets oh. at MetLife. So Darnold, mm. I, I think a lot of people. I think the game opened pretty big. You want to guess? Thank the line? God, no one listened to me. I'm I'm pulling it up right. I'm now. I'm gonna say nine and a half. God, guy, are you looking at I'm it? I'm not. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And uh, here's the other thing: if you want to make the World Series interesting, yeah, you can. Bet right now. I'm guess I'm gonna guess the Nats are plus two twenty. No, I'm gonna guess they're plus two seventy five. You were close the first time, oh. plus one ninety. Oh. I think they have a lot of respect for the pitching. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I like the Yankees and Dodgers coming in. Turns out I was wrong. I think the and, Yankees uh, were like plus two thirty five. The Yankees were bigger underdogs than the Nats. Yesterday. I think for the series. I think they were pretty big oh, underdogs. Oh, the against the Astros. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that's just respect to Strasburg. Scherzer and uh, Corbin. I mean, Anibal Sanchez threw an almost no hitter. Him too. For crying out loud. Do you know that him, Verlander, and Scherzer all used to be on the same squad? I just saw a picture of oh, him yeah, on Detroit. Detroit. I was like, God. And Anibal uh, at a point in time was the best of them. Well, maybe not, but he was really good. Obviously, we got some more college football. You see, Tua might be out for a while. So, yeah. you know, don't sleep on LSU. Did you see Tua I, you on his pretty- story with a cigar? Well, do you see Jalen Hurts had the cigar too? I guess it's like a tradition they have. Do you think? Do you think Jalen Hurts is the best player on his team? Uh, I do not. I think CD Lamb's the best player on that team. Yeah, no, but I mean he's he's the quarterback. Yeah, he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. My, my thought watching them and why I, I I think I you could probably check right now the odds. And I'll check as I'm talking to get Oklahoma to win the national championship. Guy is that. Their defense is clearly really good, but he carries himself 
I can't find it right now. He carries himself like a guy that's fucking went to Alabama, that is the best player every time he steps on the field. Can you imagine? I was thinking about this yesterday watching him play. He went from one just practicing every day against Alabama in practice, and then throughout the year he plays Auburn, he plays fucking LSU. They always play a good non-conference, and then every year they go to the oh they go to the SEC championship, so they play Georgia. Then they go to the thing called the playoffs, and they always play two games. Right? Think of the teams that he's played in his two years or three years there as a starter, and then as the backup, and then what he sees now in the Big Twelve. Like, hey, who do we have this week? Oh, we got uh, West Virginia. How many de- how many NFL defensive guys do they have? Like, LSU used to have, like, 12. They got none, actually. None? <laughs> yeah, none. Oh, who you got next week? Oh, Texas Tech. How many NFL defensive guys do they have? Yeah, none. Like, every- he's killing these guys. I know. In, in, in fairness to him, he's got to look at it like, this is easier than what I came from. Sure. Is it not? And a coach and that then, likes him and, more. He's probably yeah, thinking I should have come like, here first. And then Lincoln's like, yeah, we got – I know you did come from Jerry Judy and that other guy that runs like a 4-1. We also got some guys that run like 4-2s, so you're going to be good, <laughs> right? So that, you just got to be like, this is awesome. What was the uh, – did Michigan end up covering? They did. Yeah. It was nine and a half. So I had that game on. I didn't – I had it on. I watched it. It was on TV3, which is just an iPad. Fancy name for iPad. Um, so I watched it. What else were you it, watching? But I wasn't locked. I had uh, – well, I had the baseball game on TV one, and then TV two. ASU Utah was playing for a while, and then uh, Arizona SC, which was awful. Oh, uh, that was a tough SC one. SC kicked their ass. Um, so did Michigan? Like, I know. I mean, I know what happened at the game. I watched the game, but did you feel like? I thought they they turned it on in the second half. Okay, the first half ass. So you don't kicked. look at that game like it was just like fake. Second half, they were their equals, and their defensive players were like, I think they started flexing their muscles like, hey, we got a bunch of NFL guys too. And you saw, and in fairness to the guy, Shea Patterson made some plays. They were really good. They had a drop half. in the end zone. Would that have tied the game? Uh, yeah, that was a big yeah, was drop. I guess that guy's been getting a lot of flack on Yeah, he Twitter, was crying. You feel bad. It was awful. I know. mean, it was, you know. He feels bad. He was the only Michigan else? guy that dropped the ball. I mean, they. I felt like they oh, dropped like four or five big passes. Did you see the reaction? If you're watching your iPad, you might not watch, but I guess the quarterback for Penn State and Hamler, the guy that's like Deshaun Jackson on their team. Oh, my. They, they, they had the they, kick return called back. That was unbelievable. I think they went to the same high school because after the game, Maria Taylor's interviewing James Franklin, and then he kind of brings those guys up, and then James kind of bounces, and those two guys – and, and, and the quarterback's like, I love this guy. And Hamler's like, I love this guy too. And they're basically like making out. They've known each other from middle school. I don't know if they played high school together, but they definitely grew up around the same town. It was a pretty cool moment. That kid, as, so, as a buddy of mine that has gone through Penn State, is like, if he wants to come out, he's a lock first rounder. He, but he's only a redshirt sophomore. Hamler. But he runs... He runs like a 4-2-0. Oh. Well, that kickoff that got returned was one of the fastest things I've ever seen happen. Well, then his deep pass that basically clinched the game, the touchdown in the second half that he hit like an 80-yard bomb. When he caught the ball, he might have been 30 yards past the corner. And the corner was running full speed with him. I, and if you play corner at Michigan, you're not Haberman or Middlecoff, right? Like, you probably could run a little bit. This guy shot out of a fucking cannon. It did cross my mind watching them play. 
could they beat Ohio State? And I think you have to just say they have a chance. Now, I'm I would say right they now can. where the game is. I would just like, is Jim Harbaugh's team, this is where I come back to now. No, no, no. I, I meant Penn State, oh, oh, oh. not Harbaugh. <laughs> I, I, I don't take Harbaugh's, like, I'm down on Harbaugh a little bit about winning yeah. big games yep. this year. Yep. But could, like, all the Ohio State guys I follow, and even guys like Dustin Fox, people that have played there, they're like, this might be our most talented team in like 20 years, top to bottom, complete. Wow. They play Penn State. So Penn State's got to go there. That's tough. Because he's like, you get him at Penn State. That's the one. You watch a game at Penn State, doesn't it go, God, is this the best home field advantage in America? Well, that's what Herbie says. I think Herbie said it. In American it, I think sports? I said it, which kind of surprised me. But Where would you put it? Yeah, I mean, it's... Saints, Duke basketball, LSU at night. I, I mean, I think Penn State... Could make a case <laughs> as well as anybody, right? Yeah. How sweet is it when everyone's just shaking Seattle the things Sounders. and white? Seattle Sounders. What about uh, San Jose Earthquakes? Can't speak to that one, John. San Diego State? L.A. Rams? I mean, L.A. Chargers? Sorry. Yeah, for the Steelers or the Eagles. For anyone, yeah, when you go play there. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into it. Niners in the rain, John. Niners in the rain. Uh, got the win. 6-0. and Pretty good. Nine to nothing. That's not a cover. Wasn't that line double figures? Hard Anywhere watch. between 10 to nine and a half. Hard watch. But, you know, I when it was 0-0 and I, I, Garoppolo threw the interception, I I texted you. We were texting. I was like, I, the only way they lose this game is if they throw picks. Luckily, the Redskins offense then took over, and it was fine. Pick sixes For- is probably the only way they had a chance to lose. I think Scott Hansen, or they might have said it on the broadcast, first 0-0 halftime score in the NFL in like two years. I was Is that what it was, two years? I felt like it was – they said it on the broadcast, yeah. You think it was longer than no, that? No, maybe it was two years. I just remember thinking like, what? But well, maybe about two this, years. Two, two years, a lot of games. Yeah, it, you're right. You know, if you're playing 12, 13 games average a week times 16, 17, that's a lot of games. Yeah. Uh, so what matters? Even though this I, game? I honestly felt like doesn't that happen like once a month? I thought so too, but apparently, but I guess when you think when you think about it, it's like well, no, it doesn't. You just get a you just get a field goal. You get a lot of like right? seven threes or three six threes. Nine yeah, threes. you definitely get a lot of scores under ten, but it's yeah, you're right. You get a lot of just even shitty teams get field goals. As you tweeted, there was Jimmy's WTF interception of the day. Um, I did I did watch that game thinking I'm not. Someone tweeted at me like he's not playing well. Like I honestly. In that way, I do not, like, I can't even judge anybody in that game. Like, just go win the game and get home. The field was an embarrassment. Like, it's it's officially now, I guess, they don't play in big games. Like, I, I think part of it, they're able to get away with it because they. when's the last time a big game took place in Washington? They've had, like, one or two in the last ten years. If that happened a lot, I think people like the Eagles and the Cowboys would make a big deal of it. But they suck so bad, no one even is paying attention. That that really is kind of un, unacceptable, I'd say, in this day and yeah. age. And for and people to understand, I, like raining is one thing. Because Shanahan said this after the game too. Like the field is bad. Well, the other notoriously bad field is Chicago, and I I would guess this definitely for Chicago. But same with Washington. Like there's this old school approach, and you and me are pro grass, right? I, I love a good grass field, but if you it, it's one thing to have it in like L.A. or Arizona. It's another thing in an area like that where 
I was playing golf yesterday and sweating, and that looked as miserable of anything I can imagine playing in that game. I mean, Richard Sherman's laughing, calling it the, the mud bowl. I, would you guess like high forties, mid fifties? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like freezing cold, right. but I just think when it's that wet, it, you just get cold. Um, my issue was more that there was like basically an inch of slop the whole field. Right. You can't because I saw some people. There was a play late in the game. Did they go for a fourth down on a Kittle end around and he slipped? And someone's like, and this, I thought this tweet, I, I don't know who said it, but Kyle was getting a little cute with some of the, you know, east and west stuff. Like, you, just, you can't go east and west on that field. You're going to slip. Everything should be north and south. The, the field, I, I like you, I have zero opinion on anything that really happened in the game beside they won, and it just... I wouldn't even waste time really watching the film because I don't think it has any parallels to anything we're going to see moving forward besides that they won the game. Because at halftime, and then maybe a couple drives in when it was 0-0, and maybe it was after the Jimmy pick because Jimmy threw the pick and it was 0-0, I just tweeted that I just better be careful they can fucking trick around and lose this game. And that would have been, because again, it would have been a loss with you wouldn't have really been able to take much out of it even though they were kind of thoroughly outplaying the Redskins, given that the Redskins had, beside that first drive, which I think on we're going to make it official on Haberman Middlecoff, we will no longer give you any credit for a first drive in the NFL. Yes. If you do not score I don't care. on your first drive, minimum field goal, you're a failure. Congrats like on your eight carries to start the drive. I, I, yeah, just, just watch NFL games. Everyone moves the ball on the first drive. So the field, I, I just they won the game. No really takeaways beside of things you think, right? Kittle's a monster. Somehow these tackles, but they weren't really throwing the ball, so you're not really judging them. And the defense is top-notch. Eric Armstead guy, Jesus Christ, is this guy... I, I, I'm i telling you, I, I think he's going to get franchised. Who would have ever thought? No, I, I would not have. Clearly, I was so wrong on, so wrong on him. Not as wrong as the Bears were on... On Mitchell Trubisky, but wrong. Does he not look like a monster right now? A monster with other monsters? I guess the, these guys, there's too many of them to keep track of. They're monsters. I mean, there was Bosa the one is play when, when D4 got the sack and Moses did not move, guy. What, what, what was that? Move. He didn't the move. The right tackle. What was that? Did you notice D, when he didn't move, even then stops, like thinking he fucked up? Because he's like, God, this guy doesn't move. And then he realized he's not even moving and everyone, the play is going. Did he, he glitch? If that happened in Madden, the the engineers would be working on it all day Monday. That was bad. That they're lucky the field was pretty sloppy. That Keenum just kind of hit the ground. It, it really he barely got touched. Well, it was an easy sack. But. Do you do you think D Ford and people can tweet at me who watch everybody? You know, we all watch everybody. But I do feel like he's up there with the guys that just that he gets some of the fastest sacks in the NFL. Like from well, snap I, I think everyone with the Chiefs and everyone in the league would tell you he has the fastest first step in the league. The fastest first step. Because if you see him in person, we have, he does not look like... Now, granted, you're, they have a group of freaks that two of them look like they're fucking LeBron James. So most humans aren't going to look normal to them. But he looks, he's smaller, he's a, he's a speed guy. Which on that... You're kind of fucked playing the Niners, right? Because they got it all. They got bull rushers. They got power rushers. They got Bosa, who's got all these moves. And then they got D, who's like shot out of a rocket. It's not like, well, we just got four speed rushers. It's like, what are you going to do? 
They all can kind of move all around. That, that front is relentless. It's so much different, isn't it, than the like the Harbaugh days? Which I, I'm not saying they're better because that unit was. I saw that unit go up against every single team in the league in every scenario in every situation and kick ass and take bodies. But I will give this unit credit through six games. They are wrecking shop. So I I, I think that if the two units met each other at like a defensive line conference, I think they would respect each other. Do it a little differently, but the only we can only judge this group off the six games and now they've played together as a group. They have been dominant. Like they are of just like the quote unquote units of the league. If, they, if that was some award, they would be like a leader in the clubhouse right now. Yeah. Like if you just like the secondary, the linebackers or the or the the front, their front has been everything and more as advertised. And they were kind of hyped up, right? Because the Niners kept saying we want to win with our D line, we want to win with our D line, we trade for Ford and we draft Bosa. And it's well, come to fruition, bro. Yeah, like when we start talking about the best teams, the NFC, and really the best teams, the NFL. How do you compete with them? Like those guys are at the top of the list. If you're going to have a chance against a healthy Drew Brees in theory and Sean Payton, like well, I think because they're going to the be chasing three- your quarterback just like you're chasing theirs. Yeah, because I think the Minnesota Vikings, the Green Bay Packers, and the Saints all have dominant fronts. Packers might not be quote unquote dominant. They're pretty damn good. The Vikings is top notch, and the Saints is dominant right now. They're a little less sexy, like their names. Like Cam Jordan's one of those like pro bowlers that's not, you know, he doesn't play like Von Miller or whatever. So you're, I don't think people think about him, but he's a stone-cold ass kicker. <laughs> he's really, really good. Same with the, the Packers have a lot of those guys, right? Like the Smith guys who they tra- signed for Baltimore, even like Kenny Clark, who are just excellent players, but they're not quote-unquote like Mr. Sexy. But they dominate, and the and this the Vikings are probably a little more sexier. The Niners are probably the sexiest, just because they have so many quote unquote true pass rushers. What did you? Uh, two other things on this game: Mike Shanahan getting the game ball. I like a good pettiness. That's not. A, I didn't miss speak. Mike got the game ball. <laughs> so he must. Did he come to the game? Clearly? He must have. Where was he? I would have loved to have seen him in the sidelines, following Kyle around the way that uh, Marvin Lewis follows Herm Edwards around on the sidelines. For could ASU. they have put him on? Could they have put him on the sideline? Why not? But I think the NFL is really, really strict about shit like that. I don't think you can just really. Invite you friends. can't give him like a media pass and a camera. Yeah. Give him a Bobby Valentine mustache. <laughs> would the Would the cameras have found him if he was on the sideline? Uh, you would think. Right? <laughs> You would but think. everyone's in a hood. It's pouring rain. The ha- all, most of the cameras have rain all over the lenses. If, if you were ever going to do it today, would have been possible, right? You just put him with the doctors. He's just so. Him, but you'd see his red cheek. He's just yeah, so it, it, obviously there. And everyone's looking for him. It would have been hard to avoid. But I feel like if he was in a box, he wasn't sitting in the stands, was he? Do you think security would have tried to keep him out if they could have identified him getting into the stadium? Could he have just been with like John Lynch? Yeah, because they didn't show John. But you would have think if if he would have been in in bird's eye view, they would have found him. I feel like the cameras would have been looking for him. I would, yeah. But I also um, I also think the game was just so ugly. You're just not really paying attention to some of the minute details of shit like that. To me, it's like the game is so ugly. Please show me something else. <laughs> I know it was the who game. Who that game? Huh? Who just called that game? 
That wasn't Dick Stockton, Mark Slareth, and Rondé. That was a Seattle game. No, they game, called right? Seattle. Those, um, who called that game? I always like it when you go on bye weeks, and it'll be like Dick Stockton and Slareth, and then Dick will be like, we're also adding Rondé this week. Because clearly Rondé's crew, you just out a game for the bye week, and they just add the guy. And it kind of works. You're like, oh, I don't really mind this. Yeah. Oh, Chris Myers and Daryl Johnston. That's who it was. Shows you. I mean, I was barely paying because I wasn't really listening. Um, sorry, go ahead. That's, that's, that was my only take. I wasn't really listening to the broadcast. Okay, my, my, my other thought, just want to hit on from this game, just something I Even made though I, li- I like Daryl. I like Moose. It's his kind of game. Um, all the gym, what do you think of all the Jimmy running? Like some crazy run. He had one run that I was like, that was Steve Young right there. And then someone tweeted at me, well, Steve did it without his helmet on. <laughs> that was sweet. That was sweet. And someone else was like, well, I guess he's fe- the ACL's feeling good. My one thought was, do you think you're less likely to tear an ACL in the rain? I kind of feel like you are just because your foot's not going to get caught. Now, you could argue you're gonna, you could do the thing where your leg slides out and you kind of do the splits and your knee bends the wrong way. But I do feel like a lot of ACLs happen when somebody's foot gets stuck in a weird spot. And in the well, rain, you know you're the not play, getting stuck. You're just sliding. You know, you know the play where Kittle on the end around, and he tried to cut, and he went down? Yeah. Like, Whoa. The, I, there were a lot of plays on both sides with guys going down where you just kind of hold your breath. Yeah. Because you're right. You're sliding in weird ways. I think the way sliding, look at it like a car. You could take a expedition and do 360s if it was all ice. The moment you hit non-ice is when you flip. Well, it's no different, I think, sometimes with an ACL. Like the, like moment the Sooner the grass, Schooner? Yeah, it stops giving. Did you did you see when the when the Sooner Schooner went down? It ripped up the field. I kept yeah. thinking, are you guys just going to play with this fucking hole in the grass? Well, when they That's just, insane. So did you watch the oh, – the, the did you, like, watch that game? I was I was sitting next to my mom watching it live when the people went did down you and see Clint the, was like, "Oh my god!" Well, did you see before the game when the when the first Sooner Schooner rolls that Jenny Taft was in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, you're watching it. They take a pretty tight turn and they leave tracks in the field. But then that was the first thing I thought. What if that had happened with her in it? And the guy, the one that flipped, that guy like had one foot up. I, mean, I guess that's the way you drive it. He looked really casual about it. <laughs> but so here was my question on that. Were there people under the hood? I think there's one person under the hood. So I think there's, I think, I'm not positive about that. That felt kind of the most painful because the other two get ejected. Right. And while you're moving kind of quick, you are rolling around in grass. It's not that bad. Like they both got up. And then the horses trot away. <laughs> well, I got, I don't know if you got this. I got one person somehow in my Twitter timeline. It's 2019. Why are we using animals for entertainment? Oh my God. And I, I wanted to tweet. I just didn't want to get into Ugh. it. When the horses can put us in buckles and make us carry them around, then it'll switch. But right now, we do that, so they get fucked. But I, I didn't have the. Heart I have two thoughts on that, real quick. One was imagine if that. I really got. I really saw that it got that, tweeted. Yeah. Well, this goes back to my and, and theory the person that, that every tweeted opinion. it might be a radio host in the Bay Area. Said my thoughts exactly. Oh. Said you guys are fucking pansy asses. My I, so I had two thoughts watching it. One was, I was more worried about the field. Would that the equivalent of Ralphie going wrong like that could be dangerous? But we've had now you know B, Bevo last year went at the went at Uga. Um, but my <laughs> oh, remember so, that Uga almost got got gutted. <laughs> so I'm watching a game later, and they go on ESPN, and they go to the studio. I think it was ESPN. They go to the studio for a progressive mayhem game break, or like the mayhem <laughs> of the day. And they show that play or that situation, 
And I was like, I don't know. I mean, it is absolutely perfect for mayhem. But can you really sponsor that with the mayhem thing? Because it's it was a dangerous. Like, shouldn't you just have like? Uh, I think I was watching that too. Was it Sanchez and Vilma, and they're dying laughing, and like Dari Noka, whoever's hosting, it's like. Luckily, no one was hurt because he's he's laughing. Too. They had it spot. They did a sponsored part. That well, wasn't the one I, I saw. I saw them okay, do a game. I just saw the, the one where they were making fun of it, and, and it's like, like well, Cassidy worry, Hubbard, no and she's like, "It's time for our progressive mayhem moment of the day," and it's that. I'm like, Ugh. maybe just show like a trick play gone wrong. I don't know. It made me uncomfortable. Yeah, but I could see. I'm like, this is so perfect. How do we not do this? It was perfect. I mean, it was beyond perfect. They should do a may a, a commercial with the mayhem guy. I'm a horse, and I don't feel like dragging your schooner today. Do you think what? if, like, the Redskins had just got a bunch of Indians, like, running around with, like, shooting guns, like, people get triggered? Yeah, I think that's probably another level, yeah. Even though the Indians didn't – remember there was a study or uh, or you something know, done with all the Indians said that they weren't I don't think I, I don't think uh, all the Indians got uh, surveyed in that one. But I think, but, like, a 1,000 Indians, and it was, like, 90% yeah, said they were good. I, here's, I'll tell you where I fall on that one. <laughs> There's probably people that are offended, and there's probably people that aren't. When it comes to Redskins, if that offends you, I could understand why that would offend you. That's if where you're I an fall Indian. on that one. Or just if you're anyone. Well, if you're anyone, I don't care if you're offended. But if that if that is about you and you're offended, I yeah. can. That, I'm just saying, like, I can reasonably see how that one would be offensive. But you you still say the word Redskins. Some people, you know, don't say uh, it. Or... You know, I think I probably say it a lot less just because, again, it just like if you just stop for a second and say it out loud, you're like, eh, it's kind of weird. What would you do if you were, if you said, hey, Fox called you tomorrow and said, guy, we got you a game. Yeah. Next you know, week, you... Redskins at Giants. What are you saying? Yeah, again, it's gray area. I, you're trying to well, pin so me you... down. I just think it's weird. I just think it's weird. Uh, it's weird. But you I can understand it. how it's weird. I don't know. I I might try to avoid. I do try to avoid it. There are sometimes in language though, if you're talking and you're like, touchdown Washington. Well, that that you can get away with that. But there's just sometimes yeah. where the the words don't quite line up to say Washington. But I just I just I, all I'm saying is I can understand you. Be, you would you Would you take a LeBron like stand if Fox called you tomorrow and said, guys? I, I've been dreaming of doing an NFL game my whole life, but I refuse to do a Washington R words game. No. Because <laughs> it does feel like some people are pretty adamant about that. I just don't even think twice about it. But again, I don't get offended by anything. So I'm probably the wrong person. Shows you uh, how good... it does. It does seem like when people just talk about the NFL in general, everyone just keeps talking about it. Yeah. You know, it's one of the... Because partly because their owner's adamant, like they're never... They can't change yeah. it. I mean, it's too late. Mr. Mr. Snyder. Yeah, Mr. Snyder. Like his, his team stinks. Like they, they aren't going to win many games. <laughs> Do you think if you draft a quarterback in the first round and you're this bad and you don't feel comfortable playing that quarterback, that's a red flag on that quarterback? Or if is, I was or a is Redskins, it still too early to feel that way? I, if I was a Redskins fan, I would seriously be com- uh, contemplating leaving the fan dumb and like going to another team or just casually watching football. I, I don't know if I could take it. Now, again, like I, I don't relate to like Raider diehard. You know, they like stuck it out through the 15 years. Like, hey, I just I got other shit going on in my life. Like, I, I can't. I, I I despise watching shitty football more like at least in shitty basketball and baseball I just turn off and I get another game tomorrow and just watch other stuff like in football you kind of wait all week for the game so it's a kind of a big deal right if you're a fan of the team like someday you kind of you just even if you're 
a quote-unquote, like not maybe a diehard, but still you follow the team pretty closely. You have read different articles throughout the week. If you get your coach gets fired like Jay, you're doing a little research on like Callahan. Like, oh, this guy did coach the Raiders to the Super Bowl. You like, you just, it's just, a, I, we've all been there. You start kind of putting something, you're like, I think we got a little, I like this little rookie receiver. You know, we still got Rob's, Rex's brother, and gets, you know, got Jimmy T. Maybe we can just win a couple games and got, see maybe she get something out of Dwayne Haskins. And it keeps getting worse. I, I, I don't know how people do it. But that's, that's why the NFL makes so much money because it's the one business where you can be so shitty. I mean, you can't be any worse at your profession than like they are at their profession. And people still talk about it. Now, it's all negative, but it's just it's still getting eyeballs. It's pretty nuts. Well, that's the difference out here, right? Because someone tweeted it at us this weekend. He was like, I'm sorry I don't have it in front of me, but credit to you. He's like, you know, don't be offended, guy. Don't get mad at me. But I like the podcast more when the Raiders and Niners are good. And I'm like, yes, yeah, so do we. <laughs> so does everybody. Out here, bad teams don't rate no, like they do on but, the East Coast. Like, but, like, would you still use Amazon if, like, they only delivered every other order? You know, they got it right? Would I still use Amazon if it took them a week to deliver anything? Probably not. They're pretty cheap, though. But, yeah, but, you know, like, you buy batteries one day, and then you buy batteries another day, and... You get seven different packages. You know, like I've got batteries. Like I, you know, it's just I do wonder about the counterfeit, the level of counterfeit or like used or. You're getting from Bezos with some with some products, yeah. Well, if you get the lower end products, you're saying no. If you go and look, like like if you go look at like I need to buy batteries. It's like, what kind yeah, of batteries? Like AAA batteries, you know. Okay. For the end of the world. Yeah, I, I wouldn't do that type of purchase on Amazon. Well, yeah. Well, that's my point. I didn't. Yeah. Because you start reading get... reviews and people start putting up pictures of like just random. They got like three different packages and one package is just they claim it's from Energizer, but it's not really, you know. Yeah. See, I, I, sorry, I, I'm distracting from your analogy from your comparison. No, but I, I, I see, I don't buy those type packages because yeah, when you do the non-brand names, see, I have been, you know, I wouldn't say hoodwinked, but been a little disappointed. Yeah. But when I've done the brand name, everything's fine. It's always cheaper. Like if you just order like a legitimate like a JBL charge you know or like whatever like you get real shit at a cheaper rate that's where I'd argue to me it's more about the shipper than it is the brand of the product right if they mess up your product in transit well I'm just saying like I bought name brand batteries but they didn't actually come from Energizer is that for when the big earthquake hits yeah yeah for the end of times for for what your uh, walkie talkies got the the walkies (laughs) got the uh, got the flashlight yeah my my, might you know if all goes it shows well, you not, a nine nothing game. We can't even fake trying to break down like the fucking defense because it just has a game ever meant less. Like everything that happened in the game beside the win meant less. Uh, or do you give no. them some credit for just finding a way to yeah, win? Like, just, do they win that game last year? Eh. Now, granted, the Redskins. I mean, Jimmy's didn't fourteen score. and two as a starter now. That's pretty wild. That's pretty in good. his career. You sure he's fourteen and two? Uh, we six and zero this year. Five. He was five and zero to end the season. That'd be eleven. Last year was he won one game, so that would be twelve, and he won two, two games. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're, you're right. Fuck, didn't that number creeped up on you fast? So he started sixteen games this career. Finally hit that mark. <laughs> well, think about, is that kind of no, nuts? Yeah. Hey, how old is Jimmy Garoppolo? Twenty seven. He finally hit the sixteen game mark. And not, I'm not is blaming not 20, him. Is he not twenty eight yet? No, I don't think he's that old. How old's like, what's Carl, like 30? 
Jimmy is 27. But yeah. You're right. Fuck, he's older than I thought. He turns 28 in November. Oh. How old do you think Derek Carr is? Same age? Were they in the same draft? No. Yeah, they were. Yeah, so. Derek's a little age. older. 28. Uh, all right. Niners got the win. As you said, that's what matters. Seahawks this afternoon lost to Lamar Jackson. Um, we'll see as we're doing this, the Sunday night game. What? I was just going to make fun of Lamar, but he 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 doesn't he didn't deserve it. Won the football game, John. Won, won in Seattle, won the football game. So we give credit on that one. Not all. I just peaked, I just peeked out the fucking Cowboys are kicking their ass. Yeah. You, you see that too? I saw 14, it. It's 14 now? Yeah, Zeke just scored. Or he, he might have been down at the one, but they're kicking their butt. I mean, that's largely irrelevant to the Niners. It's just right when we look at the NFC playoffs, there's going to be a team out of the NFC East. Right now it feels like there's basically – the Seahawks losing is huge because now there's two multi-loss teams in the division. Seahawks are five and two. Rams are four and three. With the Niners at six and zero, oh. so it feels like right now, as lock as you can be, Niners, Saints, Packers, Vikings. There's four teams, and then somebody from the NFC East doesn't matter who. It feels like those are the those are the five teams, one spot open. Does it feel like the Rams aren't totally dead now that Ramsey gives them life? Their schedule, I think they play the Broncos next. Like, they could be all of a sudden you look up, they're 6-3. and three, They kind of got their mojo back, right? Like, they're yeah. just a team to just kind of keep an eye on through right. the periphery. Right. Like, just because they're, they've are they won a lot of games these last couple years. I You know, everyone thinks Jared Goff sucks. Like, he's won a lot of games these last couple years. I, I, I would say no one, me or you, would have would have thought the Niners would be 6-0. Like they could be four and two. If I would have told you at the in August the Niners would start the season four and two, you'd be like, "That's a pretty good start, right?" You're just you're in pretty good position. Look at the Vikings. I think the Vikings are really good. They're five and two. You're just like Vikings are just good. I would say the craziest out of nowhere team. It's weird calling them an out of nowhere team because the Saints have been good. We assume the Saints were going to be really good again, right? They were in the NFC Championship game last year. They were basically there two years ago. If Marcus Williams. You know, Diggs thing doesn't happen. So them and the Vikings have been good for a couple years now. I think the Packers kind of fallen off the map, and now you watch them, you go, they're just going to win a lot of games. Like you're the Niners legitimately play them in the regular season, but then you go, wouldn't you imagine whenever they finally play, and if the Niners are eight and two and they're eight and two or whatever their records are, one of the themes of that broadcast will be like, guys, this is a potential playoff matchup. Yeah. Like that that's gonna be a big thing. And I, I wouldn't have if you played the Vikings in the first round of the playoffs, let's say, they were the wild card and the Niners, you know, it was like the Niners were the three seed and they're the six seed. You'd go, well, I feel I'm gonna give the Niners the benefit of the doubt because they got Kirk Cousins. But that doesn't mean the Vikings couldn't come in and win. Like that'd be a really hard fucking game. If you said that they're the six, you'd be like, Whoa, this is a big time game. But if you say the Niners are going on the road, if you just look at the teams they would go on the road potentially for a one or two seed, assuming the Niners, it's hard to just know what the Niners' record is going to be because they could be 11-5 and five, or they could be 13-3. and three, But if they go 13-3, and three, they're going to have beaten a shitload of playoff teams on the way there, right? They're playing the Panthers. Then they're getting the Packers. They play the Ravens. They got Seattle twice, and they got the Rams still. Like, they still got a lot of tough games coming up. I think they got three of those in a row too. They go Packers at Baltimore at New Orleans. Like if somehow they go they got the Saints too. So if they go thirteen and three, they'll have won a shitload of big games where you just go, this team's really good. They'll be viewed as one of the best teams in the league. 
They are now, but I think there is the caveat. Well, the schedule gets a lot harder. Well, it is true. Yeah, I mean, if they're thirteen and three, they'll be viewed. To me, it'll be like we'll be talking about four teams that can win the Super Bowl. I think Kansas like, City, like, New England, New Orleans, and San Francisco. If 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 they're thirteen and three, I got one for you. Who's record right now? And the Saints are six and one, five and one. The Saints five and one. No, they're six and one. Oh, they are. So the what's more impressive, the Niners being six and zero, oh, or the Saints being six and one with now the Saints? Since they since they lost the Rams, they've beaten the Seahawks at Seattle, the Cowboys in New Orleans, the Jaguars, and then the Bears. Like they've won some pretty impressive games yeah. without Drew Brees. I, I'd, I'd put it up there, just give it the Brees thing. So if you were doing NFC power rankings, would you feel comfortable putting the Niners too? Uh, yes. Ahead of Minnesota? Yeah. And New Orleans Angry 1. Bay. Yeah. Or, no, I think you'd go New Orleans 1. I'd go New Orleans 1. 49ers 2. I'd probably put the Packers 3. Just because the quarterback, like, he's just so he can just take over. Like, like you said before the podcast, it's not like he was rolling out Donald Driver and Devontae Adams today, right? He was throwing it to... Who, Lazardo? I thought that guy pitches for the ace. <laughs> like what? what and he made it. He made an unreal catch. I was like, "Who is Lazardo?" They got these running backs that I don't think most people have heard of. They had a lot of random guys out there, and Rogers just slinging around. Like I feel Rogers is playing really, really well. He was not playing as well as he's playing right now under McCarthy. Do you agree with that? Like these last couple years. Yeah. You're down on him, I feel. Well, like. no, I, I just, I thought his number, I thought, he, I mean, he was really good against the Raiders. I thought his numbers made it, it these guys he's throwing to, I, I feel like to really win, to really win, like to be one of the two best teams in the NFC, well, they need Devontae back. I mean, back. he threw a touchdown to Jimmy Graham. Yeah, okay. And I think 83, I can't ever say his name, is a pretty fucking good player. Valdez Scantling? Yeah, he's a good player. Their running backs are good. They're, they're, they're good. I mean, yeah, they're really no, good. They, they are good. They are good. That um, game's going to be you, big, is it not? Like, when they play each other, it's going to be a highly talked about game. It's just a historic rivalry in our age group. November 24th, month away. Pre-mid-80s. Um, so, when I set this whole conversation up, though, I'd left the Seahawks out. But they're all, I mean, they're 5-2. and two, Right? I mean, like, I'm with you. The Rams still are in, in the mix. So... Uh, it feels like if the Niners win one of the two games against Seattle, they're in great shape. Um, so, so you think the Niners right now, if you look at it, like their competition for the one seed would be New Orleans and Green Bay, right? Yes. Because 500 and, football is 11 wins. I don't think 11 wins get you the one seed, but... And what makes better, it unique this year is they play both the two teams, right? It's Yeah, you're right. So we're going to have and Seattle. They play them both and in the three-week inclu- span. And I'd include L.A. too because they're not dead. Like, you, you, got four, you got four NFC playoff games in the regular season. New Orleans, Green Bay, I guess five because you got to play Seattle twice and the Rams again. And I'd add it's not an NFC playoff game, but going to Baltimore, that might be the, the closest thing to a playoff environment. When I say environment, what I just mean is literally the environment, the grass, do, the, the do you rain, think they Do you think the they match up decently with Lamar, just given how much team speed they have yeah, on defense? Yeah, I actually think they do. You know, and how fast their linebackers are. And it's just, 
I actually don't think it's a terrible matchup. Now, Baltimore, one thing you see with them is like, they're going to be that team in the first round where you go, Baltimore's hosting a playoff game because they'll be 11-5 and five, and they'll be the five, three or four seed on wild card weekend. And they'll be hosting like, the. it'll be a shitty match. It'll be like the Bills. But would you, like, they're no lock to me to win a playoff game. But that doesn't mean that game against the Niners is going to be tough. Just because Lamar is a unique player. Because I thought today one problem for Seattle is for the Seattle's outplaying them, outplaying them. Russ throws a terrible pick six. But in the second half, when Baltimore kind of took off from Seattle, it's, I almost said it's not real football. It, it is. But in the NFL, you don't really see many guys play like that, do you? Like, guy not open, guy not open. Fuck it. I'm just going to make two guys miss in the backfield and then run for 30 yards. He yeah. did it like four times. I know. It's fun to watch, but like, I don't know. What do you do in scout team practice? Like, grab Tyler Lockett. Like, bro, you're just going to be Lamar Jackson. <laughs> but, but you're not really tackling him, so it's different, you know? I, I think it's a very – it's a huge advantage for Harbaugh in the regular season. I, I think when you go all in on a game plan in a playoff game – Kind of like the Chargers did last year, becomes a little more difficult for him. I'll say this for Lamar: he does protect himself when he's running. Kind of, but he dies forward. Uh, yeah, well, some he would d- argue I'll, sliding. I'll this, he, he does make some nice throws. The guys drop like some. Well, he, he had does the tight have end some nice drop, touch. like three of them today. Yeah, he Andrews. does have some nice little touch lobbers. Like, here's the thing with Seattle, guy. I think we agree on this: the Niners' talent on their team is dramatically better than it's been. That's why they're good. New Orleans, their talent is probably the best when you factor in Hall of Fame quarterback, when he comes back, and then everyone else. Packers, they're missing a couple guys when they get them back. That's pretty good, too. And the Vikings, probably even better than the Packers, but their quarterback isn't anywhere near. When you look at Seattle, you watch their team. They're not like, who are their dudes? (laughs) Right? They got Russ as a dude, dude. But then, do you watch today? Did you notice Clowney a lot? Because I saw a couple of rushes like, Clowney, you look kind of stiff. There, the there was one where, where he got in the backfield in about a second and a half, and luckily there was somebody got back there plus the running back, and there was this big collision, and Lamar got out of there. He is huge, so he stands out. But it was, it was not, actually a first down run for Lamar. From Clowney because he missed him? No, just Clowney blew him out of the backfield. Lamar moves to his left, looks like he's got nowhere to go. Even Dick Stockton's like, he's got nowhere to go. Except for a first down. It was pretty good. Uh, well, I, I'll tell you who's one of their better players already is DK Metcalf. You notice they throw to him in big spots. Mm-hmm. Like, he's he's solid. I mean, I, I like him, actually. I was like, God, this guy's per- – I kind of like this guy. He just – but that's – you're depending on DK Metcalf, and he's like, that's who the, he's going to depend on when they play. Like, I, I just tweeted it out. Like, listen, the Niners 6-0 – but it's hard for me to just say in concrete they're the best team in the division until they play this team just because this is the one team that's kind of owned them and Russ has owned them. And a lot of people are tweeting at me because, like, wouldn't you say around here, if you look at the Warriors, Niners, and Giants, like most people just hate the Dodgers. Not necessarily, like, they. I think they would actually like a lot of the players on the Dodgers, but they're just brought up to hate the Dodgers. You just don't, you just root against the Dodgers. It just comes naturally. I think with the Warriors, most people now have grown to hate the China Rockets. And they just hate James. Now now Russ is a part of it. Daryl, they just hate him. Them getting Russ made say, it even easier, yeah. It's way easier. But there's legitimate, like, you root against them. And same with LeBron. I think early on, people like you and me were somewhat on an island 
we're like, LeBron's incredible, but now he's jumped the shark, turned into LaChina, and I think now it's easy for people to just be like, he's a clown, whatever. Great player, but we're just tired of him. There's a lot of, like, tangible hatred. I know a lot of Niner fans, and they all love Russ because they've seen him. I think if you went to battle to, like, you know how Mayoko stands up in the Hall of Fame argument section when he argues for, like, Charles Haley or Eddie DeBartolo and everyone, like, the guy that's arguing for Jim Plunkett. Mm -hmm. I think Niner fans defend Russ because if you see some Twitter arguments like, is Russ really elite? I've never met a Niner fan that doesn't think he's, like, one of the best players I've ever seen. Well, because they've seen it. Yeah, I mean, you just... (laughs) But it's like, I, do you meet many people that don't like Russ around here? I'm not saying they rooting for him. I don't they meet many people. Beat I don't see many people that don't like Russ. Period. Like, yeah, he's just. But he's like, now is he a nine rival? That's hard to say because he's he, in theory it's a rivalry, but they've kind of had the ownership of the rivalry. That, that'd be kind of big, you know, and just cool this year. The games are going to matter as as long as fucking Seattle. I have to look who they're playing next, but they got to hold their end of the bargain. You know, it's. Is great. Is the Niners going to run away with this thing? You know who the well, Seattle has the, the Falcons. The, the Seattle actually has a pretty good, easy landing spot up until this Niner game. Falcons, they got Bucks. the Falcons and the Bucks. Is it is it safe to say you can chalk them up as seven and two coming into that game? Yeah, but then they go Niners, Eagles, Vikings. It gets a little more difficult. I think the proper spot for Seattle would probably be more of a ten and six team based on their roster than a twelve and four team. If they are able to go eleven and five, I think that probably you know closer to twelve and four would probably speak to Lamar's or not Lamar but Russ, who like they can't overcome a Russ pick six because their defense doesn't really get pick sixes. Like they don't remember when their defense used to just make huge plays. That's what the Niners do now. They just make all these sweet plays on defense. That's why when I get a lot of texts like, do you think the Niners? Like, is this real? You know, I think we're still getting all, like, is this really real? Yeah, no. I, the one the one thing that is real with them, when you're just a good team and you do have players on offense and your coach is on offense, but you have a dominant defense, it's real. Like, you're just, you match up well against Well, it, it is real. I think it's hard. It is real. It is real. Because because of the defense, because the ability to run the football. Like, they consistently can run the football. They're down two offensive linemen, and I still feel comfortable they're going to be able to run the football against whoever they play. I don't even think you've noticed the guy. They're starting a guy from the AAF. No one's even said his name. I don't even know his full name. <laughs> to be completely honest, it doesn't matter. But it might in some of these bigger games. Now they did. Was it the Niner game, or it might have been the? It was the Niner game where I think they showed pregame Staley doing a little uh, kick sets. My God, didn't he break his leg like three oh, weeks ago? I didn't see that. Yeah, he was just doing a little work on the pregame field. On uh, and warmups, I would have maybe that wasn't the field to do it on. It didn't feel like it was raining as hard. Maybe, yeah, you're right. Do that one in the ballroom at the hotel. <laughs> uh, be- itching to get before we get to the Raiders, John. Let's just tell the people that this podcast is brought to you by Untuck It. Untuck Ooh. It. Yeah, go get. I, I'm seeing Untuck It ads everywhere on TV. People in them. Oh, Drew Brees is in them. Um, yep. Kyler. It's Kyler in them. Yep, signed oh, him. Great, great signee. Short guys unite. I mean, you need. It's hard to get a shirt that you can wear untucked that isn't too long. The original untucked shirt, a modern solution to an old problem. No tucking or tailoring required. Untuckit.com, promo code HAM, get 20% off your first order at checkout. 
I think here's the key thing, guy, is that uh, it has something for everyone. Whether you want button-up shirts, whether you want collared shirts, whether you want casual wear. Uh, I own from button-up shirts to collared shirts to short sleeve uh, button-up shirts. I, I have it all, and they, they're a game-changer because you can wear them like professionally and look good. You can wear them just like just throw it on, go pick up some dinner. I can wear it to the job interview. You can do anything with it. They're the they're as well, versatile. You work to a job a interview. It could if I had one. <laughs> no one was calling me. A as you know versatile as you got going, guy. Untuckit.com. promo code ham twenty percent off first order fifty stores nationwide. You can try them on in person. There's one in San Francisco on Union Street. Uh, make it a sat make it a nice Saturday. Hit hit bus stop afterwards for right across the street. Untuckit.com, promo code HAM. Promo uh, code HAM. Podcast also brought to you by SeatGeek. Again this weekend, people hitting us up. Use the SeatGeek app. Got tickets to whatever I was going to. Use the promo code HAM when you get the SeatGeek app and get 10 bucks off your first purchase. Yep. Love me some SeatGeek guy. Download the SeatGeek app, promo code HAM. You have access to games. You have access to concerts. You have access to comedy. You name it, they got it. And if you think they might have it, just type it into the app. Like you can just search whether it's an artist, whether it's a game, whether it's a venue. You're like, I, is something coming to? Uh, I live in Santa Clara. Is something coming to Levi's? If I live in the city, is something coming to Chase? You just type it in. It just tells you like every event for the next three months. It's incredible. It's yep. easy to use. Big green Promo dots. Big green dots mean buy it. Little red dots mean don't buy it. Really simple. You don't have to go to the Yankee game anymore. I know. I'm kind of looking forward to that. Yeah, until you spend $3,500 on two tickets. Well, that's what uh, somebody hit me, our buddy Billy, who's a Nats fan. I was like, hey, I'm just curious. What are what are Nats tickets? Because I was like, what are World Series tickets going for? He's like, $750 for standing room only. I was like, well, see, I, if that's what's standing room only for a Nats, Yankee Stadium game six or seven was not going to be 1500 bucks for a just to, quality just seat. Maybe, maybe it would have been fifteen for standing room only, but I wasn't going to get a quality seat for 1500 bucks. Would you spend seven hundred and fifty a pop on standing room only? I wouldn't do it at a stadium be, I'm not just familiar to, with. Just to be in the building. I wouldn't do it at a stadium I'm not familiar with. Like if you told me it was at uh, Oracle, Oracle Park, Park where yeah. I I know where the nooks and crannies are, I yeah. I'd be like, yeah, I could figure out a good spot to stand and watch this game. Would you just would you make that move and just claim you're Greg Pop and try to get in the Gotham Club? Hi, Greg Papa. Greg Papa. <laughs> I've never. I mean, it was incredible. <laughs> Hi, I'm Greg Papa. Did you know that thing existed? Yeah. Beside kind of like hearsay. There. Yeah. See, I I, I kind of knew it was there, but I don't think I quite knew what was in there. But you're Hi. right. Hi, Greg Papa. It would it would be I'm hard. I'm gonna show to these go guys there. around. <laughs> Haven't you been to Yankee Stadium before, though? Old we Yankee Stadium, seed. not the new. Oh, Yankee it was the Stadium. old one. Yeah. So what what was that when we played Rutgers? That was yeah. the old. So what year new Yankee Stadium come in? Like, well, that 10? was the last. What year was that game? Oh, nine. That was eight. 08? Uh, so, yeah, New Yankee Stadium would have been 09 then. Wow. Or whenever. It was It was the last year of the old Yankee Stadium, so whatever year that was. Must have been nice to be on, be on the trip and going to Yankee game. Yeah, we walked up to the stadium, <laughs> scalped tickets. You wouldn't even need to now. You just download SeatGeek app and you've been in there. Yeah. Promo code AM. I know. Promo code AM. I know. Yeah, it's, I, know. I guess I saved that money. Well, whatever. Andy Bennett, I think, was there with me. I talked to Andy Bennett a couple weeks ago on the phone. Oh, yeah? Called me. Yeah, he's driving home from work. This is really inside uh, Fresno State whack. Speaking of inside Fresno State, (laughs) uh, 
Uh, God, I just thought of that dive that Derek had in Nebraska. <laughs> okay, Raiders lose. Well, guy, he has it framed in his fucking house, so whenever he's taking an Instagram playing with his kids, you see it in the background. Well, I would do it it a beautiful photo, photo, but it's at the front yeah. of his mind. Every time he starts breaking for a pylon, he's like, oh, there's going to be another sweet photo. <laughs> I don't blame him because that's what I was thinking. He's going for it. Um, what, did anything matter? Like, I, I look at the Raiders like, I actually, call me crazy, thought they were a little better than the final score. That thing just got away from them. If they win next week, it, what happened against the Packers doesn't really matter. Well, guy, but I think the elephant in the room is when did the thing get away from? I thought they came to Green Bay. No elephant in the room. I think it's pretty clear. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I wouldn't say they were outplaying them, but they were definitely at minimum the equals. Like they were there to play, and it felt like. And I had said this morning on the Periscope, tweeting with people on this show, I thought the Packers were going to flex their muscle. Up until Derek tried to go fucking hero ball. You could have convinced, like, could the Raiders win this game? Like, what if Rodgers throws a pick in this? Just something weird happens? They, Guy, it was 14 to 10. The ball on the one-yard line or two-yard line. Yeah, I mean, it was right there, basically on the goal line. They got stuffed first down, their best player. So I get it, try to roll Derek out. Derek, man, you're not playing Nebraska. And we're not talking, that wasn't the Tommy Frazier Nebraska days either, right? That was, uh, what's his name, uh? From Youngstown State, that was a coach. Paul Polini, uh, yeah, Polini. Paul Polini's cat, Paul <laughs> Polini. So, is he with uh, Trestle right now? Is that where he is? No, he coaches. I think at Youngstown State is the head coach. Yeah, well, Jim Trestle's the athletic. Isn't that where Jim? Oh Trestle's yeah, the they, AD? yeah. So they're together. I think Derek just naturally thinks it's still Bakersfield Christian. I can outrun guys. I don't know who the linebacker was. Maybe it was Blake Martinez. I think it, Derek realized probably before we got like five feet away from the pylon, like, I can't dive. He'll kill me in the air. So I got to go out of bounds, but I'm going to stick the ball over. And Vic Tafer wrote, people forget, but Derek said after that happened in at, uh, against Dallas at the Coliseum, I would have done that again. And everyone was responding like, of course he did. I still remember that. People are pissed off. And what's funny is, the CBS crew, they go to Sterator. And Sterator's laughing about it. Yeah. And he's like, I remember the play. And he's like, that wasn't even the biggest play of the game. Remember there was an index card. He's yeah. kind of jabbing him a little. I'm like, oh, Raider Nation's going to be pissed. And it's just, it's, again, I'm going to use this word a little bit. And I, this is coach's words. you got to hold high standards, guy. And when guys know the repercussions, it's unacceptable. It, it really is. It's unacceptable as the quarterback in that situation, when it's if already, you told me it was fourth down, different story. Yeah, fourth down, end of the game, down five or whatever, 100%. First fucking half, down four points on the road. What can you not do in that situation? What, what did Rich Gannis once famously say? A goal line turnover. Two weeks ago. What, better, what to die, better to die. Better to die. Yeah, okay. It, do, it doesn't start with a goal line. Yeah, then have a goal line turnover. And that's a goal line turnover. Which I. Everyone hates the rule. It doesn't bother me at all. You should I love be penalized enormously for I throwing the, the ball rule, over man. right there. I've all seen it people, multiple times, and I love. What do it. people? What what do the people that hate the rule? They just think you should get the ball right there. At I the think one? they probably think it should be treated like a forward fumble. It just comes that goes out of bounds. It should just come back to the spot. But yeah, to me, to it me, just me, makes yeah. it's just a, it's an oddity that's that's just I don't know. It's, I for whatever reason I remember the first time I ever saw it. I probably saw it growing up, but I don't really remember it. The first time I ever saw it was Colin Kaepernick did it. As the quarterback in Nevada at Hawaii, I remember seeing it. it was like same deal, but he stuck same in the hand exact up. deal. It's like that is awesome. Like there should be some penalty 
for reaching out. You shouldn't just get to fumble it into the end zone out of bounds because no. you're going I, for the like. There's a risk when you stick that ball out to try and score a touchdown. I I so I, I, like I, I can't. I can't get over why so many people that covered the NFL hate the rule. I, don't, I, I think I don't even. I haven't heard a good argument. What is the argument? Like it's well, too just, punitive. I, this is yeah. a, in a punitive society. We always yeah. care about punishment. I think that's. I think a lot of us that like it's just too harsh. Well, you're right though. It shouldn't be harsh because think of what the guy's risking to do. He's trying yeah, to get the a touchdown. upside is you're getting seven points. So yeah, so you make risk a decision. It to get, what does uh, Bruce Arians say? You got to risk it to get the biscuit. Yeah. Well, you fucking risk it, and it's better to die a baby than have a goal line turnover. Derek, that's. That one's bad, man. Well, and because I, they I think, drive the field, score, and they're getting the ball first to start the second half. And what do they do? They score. Drive the field, score again. And then they scored again. It was basically, the Raiders ended up scoring later in the game. Derek Sneaky kind of got, I don't think he got pulled. The game was just over. So they put it was in. over, yeah. Yeah. There was a 21-7 stretch. And so instead of being down four, or at minimum, you just kick the field goal, right? You get no, stuffed up, again. Up four. Yeah, but I'm just saying, let's say you don't score a touchdown and you just get like the, you know, Eric runs out of bounds, you get stuffed on the next play, kick a field goal down 14 to 13. You're feeling pretty good about yourself at halftime. Now, one point on the road, Lambeau, you kind of outplayed them a little bit or at least been their equal. Yeah. Instead, you, like you say, they turn it over, they fucking score. So halftime ends, you went, we were just down, we were going to be up at minimum or down one, maybe up four. Now we're down. For, what was it? Twenty-one to ten at half, and then like you, they get the ball. Boom, twenty-eight to ten, and that's where the game fell over. Like there was no way to me. Once it went twenty-eight to ten, the Raiders were not overcoming at Lambeau with the roster they have. Twenty-eight ten. Now they ended up scoring, and all of a sudden it was twenty-eight seventeen. But you're like, that's even down twenty-eight seventeen. You're still down fucking eleven points. It was, it was crippling, guy. It was crippling. Yeah, I, I just don't see. That's one of those where, and Derek said he cost the team. He basically said he cost the team. He's, he's going to say all the right shit, but it's just, I don't judge really people on words. It was like your actions were, it literally cost the team a chance to win the game. On the road when you were playing really well. Because I can see if you're Gruden, you're like, God, we had a good game plan. This team is clearly just good. Fucking Rodgers playing well. They got one of the best defenses in the league. And we could have been down at worst one point at halftime. One point. Instead, we're down 11, and the game kind of feels over. I mean, that was, of all the plays I saw today, minus the Chargers, that was the biggest kick in the dick play. Like, where it's just, partly because it's, it's happened before. Minus the Chargers. Because they would have actually won yeah, the game. Yeah, I'm not counting the Chargers. Melvin Gordon hadn't fumbled not, after I'm they not, had a touchdown overturned. Not counting the Chargers. Just counting the Raiders. Yeah. if you Because all the fans were like, this this really happened again? The same fucking thing? Maybe it's just the physics of it because you're running that way. The ball's naturally going to go forward, right? Maybe that's the argument for uh, media people that hate it. What do you mean? They think, well, it's just the ball's naturally going to fall forward. It's stupid. You're out of bounds. I don't know. So don't I'm do it. Think. Yeah, don't reach the ball. When I first got to Fresno State, again, a little inside of Fresno State, the year before, I think you were at the game, Marlon Moore had a mm. famous play, played in the league Texas for a little bit, reached the ball over, and it got hit out of his hand out of bounds. But, Same type deal. But there was a roughing the passer on that play. See? But there wasn't a roughing the passer on this play. So, <laughs> Partly because the passer had the ball in his hands. It rained that day, too. I, would you... There was a play yesterday, did you see the Alabama game, where... It's the play where Jeremy Pruitt grabs a quarterback's helmet 
where he's going to jump over the line and the, he barely gets the ball to like his chin and it gets hit out and yeah. it go, falls right to some Alabama guy that of course runs a 4-3 and runs right around everyone and scores a touchdown. 100 yards, yeah. Would, would you, <laughs> if you ran a program, college or pro, would you just be anti ever reaching the ball out get unless it's like fourth down or a must-have situation? No, I, especially, look, I'd feel better about quarterbacks doing it. I mean, uh, running backs doing it, first of all. But it gets knocked out from running back sometimes. Yeah, too. but no, I don't. Th- I mean, like to me, like just go play. Like guys, go play the game. Make plays, run hard. Play. Yeah, fast. go go make plays. Whatever. But you know, what about the what? Uh, two hand holding it out is different. Yeah, that's than the, the one, one I'm hand. thinking of. Is the two hand holdout yeah. when you're trying to go over the pile? That you try. Would to you always be anti the one hand holdout? Because I might just ban that. Because that's where you consistently. Oh, yeah, see we that got. Play we're out. gonna measure everybody's hands, and you got to be over like a certain hand size to do the one hand holdout. Because if you're going to go one-hand holdout and you're now 0 for 2 with two touchbacks, we got two dead babies, guy. I mean, that's that's what we got. And that's – wouldn't you guess that Rich Gannon might have heard that comment when he was playing for John Gruden, so the guy on the staff? Like, there is a chance that that happened, right? Yeah. So Gruden has heard that. Is there a chance that that coach was told that by John Gruden? Potentially. Or that John got it from that coach. John's face looked like – I want to kill someone. Well, did you see? I, I don't know if you got a glimpse. I, they looked like they went to halftime really game, quick. Uh, they might have not that, have had that time. That game for, was way crisper and might have been the sun and that Lambeau. Just a oh, visual experience in the Niners game. It was right? so beautiful. I loved watching <laughs> that part of that game. I looked. They went to commercial really fast. Or they went to halftime really fast. So I don't know that they intended to do a halftime interview, but they had a quick clip of Tracy Wolfson in a dead sprint. Because Gruden was at a dead sprint. She was side-by-side with him, I think, just getting a comment. She wasn't going to do an interview. Sneak, you notice sneaky sprinter after games and halflines? He just beelines. Unlike most coaches, Briss Walk, he runs. Well, she was and running not, with him. Not at, a, not at a total rapid speed because he's still John Gruden and a little overweight, but he's running. Yeah. Uh, but, but again, John, I, I, it's, I know it sounds crazy. I thought they did – I just watched him today and thought that's a real f- football – like they'd beaten the Bears, they'd beaten the Colts. It's a real football team. I know they got blown out in the end, but like they play next week against the Lions team. I think they can beat. They did get their ass kicked in the second half. I know. It, the I, believe me, that's off. what I said. Call me crazy. But I just I think they can beat the Lions next week. And if they do that, no, they play the Texans. Oh, the, the Texans. Why do you think they could be? I saw Cal well, Comey. Like I'm already picking the Texans. Well, I I, th- I thought they were playing the Lions. So it, at Houston, they play the Lions in two weeks, which that's. I think the Lions aren't bad either. Like we all agree that they could, they could play well and lose these next I couple don't feel games. Feel great right? about them against Houston. <laughs> Who now? Kawakami picked to win. them against Houston already. He's like, I'm. You guys think I hate them? I'm already picking them. All right. Well, I, I'll I'll say this after Houston all lost that. today. Now four and three, and kind of, you know, yeah, a I, little bit of a must win. I do think they can beat Houston. There, I that's I just because I've just watched them beat the Bears. I watch them beat the Colts. They can hang in game. They can play football. They can. They're they're not the Redskins. They're not the Dolphins. They can hang. A, a little harder to cover Hopkins than it is Valdez Scantling. There, that's the truth. And he but was, they but they got to they got to win that game. For what? Just to so just to continue to have this conversation about the Chiefs' quarterback Pat Mahomes is hurt. Can can you sneak around in the AFC West? They have to win next week, or else we can't have that conversation anymore. Here's a, you know the Packers. I mean, they get to fucking play the Chiefs next week and avoid Mahomes. That's pretty I think big. We're, I think we're going to look up, and this back to the Niners, that 
the number one and number two seeds out west, or not out west, but the equivalent of west, the NFC. But I guess they have AFC teams out west too, so it doesn't work quite like the NBA. Uh, you're going to have to have a pretty goddamn good record to get a to get a buy in the NFC. Like there, there's no buy team with like eleven and five got the two. Yeah. Like it's you're probably there might be a fifteen and one team, there might be a thirteen and three team. Where that's where we get to the AFC. Why, in fairness to the Raiders, the score I, I agree with you looks a lot worse. They they really went toe to toe with them in the first half. I think that was the ultimate just kicking the nuts play. And then basically the next two possessions are fourteen points. You're not making that up against Green Bay. The game ended. But they, they're well-prepared. I think they're tough. They're physical. They, they couldn't cover anyone today. Now, that's where I go back to, well, they're playing, I mean, one of the best players I've ever seen, not just play football, but like any athlete I've ever watched professionally in my life, Aaron Rodgers would be on a short list of just a guy that's made me consistently say, holy shit, did he just do that? <laughs> I mean, he's that's just a disadvantage. Now, I do think going to the Texans, he has, I was just got some of that game on, uh, on the red zone, mm-hmm. he has some of that to him too. Like he does just remarkable shit, yeah. Deshaun, of just scrambling around, of like when you're sacking him, making throws, and like he's got Hopkins and a couple other guys that just make crazy plays. They're just, it's tough. But if they were to beat the Texans, then all of a sudden the Raiders would be four and three. The Texans would be four and four. You'd be like, well, the Raiders have the tiebreaker then for the wild card. That. I, I've said this over and over. If they were to win one of these two games, they already lost the first one, we would take them seriously as a playoff contender. But I do think you lose next week, then you can see where it kind of can spiral because yeah. then you could lose a tight one to the Lions, then all of a sudden you're three and five, you're three and six. The other thing you know, is you're four and seven, you're like, you're fucked. Losing might mean 17 14, or probably not 17 14. Losing might mean, it could mean 28 24, but it also could look like it looked today. And that's where it look. That's where it would feel even worse, right? When it's forty five twenty one or something like that. Do you think it's harder to stomach when you have a game like today if you're Gruden and you go, God, our game plan, our guys were ready, even though you know we're not as good as them. We carried ourselves like equals. And we hit them right in the teeth, and then you kind of blame Derek because I'm looking at Derek's numbers. And I thought watching it, he was just he was playing pretty well. He was twenty two of twenty eight from three hundred yards and two touchdowns. Now he did throw a pick later in the game, which yeah. the game was kind of over, so he kind of had to not over, but he was you had to score touchdowns. I don't the pick doesn't bother me as much as the is the reaching the ball out because that it was a goal. Well, that was a goal line pick though, wasn't it? I mean, it was another baby died. Yeah. Right, that was in the end zone. Well, yeah, but I think they were at like the seven yard line. Yeah, he wasn't on like but I the mean, one yard line. Yeah, it was in the the guy caught it same, in the end zone. Yeah, yeah. So I think they all count. You're at seven yard lines field goal. I, I, think now, not field goal I, I think you should rename it. I think we need to rename the saying. A you started out for me. I can never start it. Better to die a child. It's better to die a child. He said baby child. You know, we start getting like five six. Better to die a baby. Okay. Than to have a red zone turnover. I think that's the thing. Why don't we just establish that there was a or baby turnover zone. in the end zone? Maybe that's what it was. I just baby zone to me the seven yard line's baby zone. Okay, yeah, I'd say ten and in baby zone. You want to do that? Sure. The green zone. I, I I also feel like you kind of feel it right. Like if you've had a great drive, you're at the twelve. It's like God, they were going to score. You know, like there there are those situations where you come all the way down the field. You're at the twelve. It's like second down. You're going to score. I listen. I'm 
I'm biased with Derek. I I, I don't feel I don't feel I don't do well criticizing him. I don't really tweet much negative things, even when they cross my mind when I'm watching him play. I like the you know I've known him a long time, even though he blocked me on Twitter. Uh, I don't you know hold a grudge over that. He has had I would say a defining attribute so far of the Gruden. I'm sure we could do a study, or someone probably has the stat. He Amari just had a touchdown. He's had a lot of, and I mean a lot of, of baby zone turnovers. Has he not? Oh, in the Gruden era? Yeah. I mean a lot. And those are, they're, they're just backbreakers. There's not a bigger, in fairness to the guy that gave Gannon that quote, the, the point stands that it is just, it can't happen. Because it's just, even the best teams, you can't overcome it. You just because most games in the NFL are close, and that when you have that happen, the swing, because whether it's the fumble in the end zone or even a pick in the end zone, the guy just hits the ground. You just lost points, and then they get the ball at the twenty. That's part of where the rule kicks in, right? You, they don't just get the ball backed up at their own one. They they get a little space. Yeah. So worst case scenario, they go three and out. They still punt it. Well, then we get the ball at like our twenty. I just we're fucked. It's and he has, he might lead the league in baby's own turnovers the last twenty games. It feels like he does because I, I can recount like three or four off the top of my head from last year. Let alone already the multi. I mean, he had multiple today. It's a problem for him right now. I don't know, but it's weird because he's. I, I think he's playing pretty well. I don't know how you feel about his game, but I've watched him today. Like he's pretty confident. Yeah, he makes I mean, good I, throws. I, I yeah yes. Well, this means, is all a part. Yeah, I, I I watch them. I think they can run the football. Like they're a, that's what I'm saying. When you watch them, sometimes you're like, okay, there's something here. Yeah, they're an NFL operation. So, all right. Uh, one thing you've seen more of than anything, you were live texting me the end of the Chargers game with so much excitement and glee. I I couldn't even figure out exactly what was happening. It was insane. Uh, as we get to some NFL headlines here, but in the end, it was just what happens to the Chargers happened to the Chargers, but it's like the writers were like, ah, it's season 13 of the Chargers. we got to do something that will really shock the viewer. And they gave them today's Titans game. Can I Holy summarize smokes. just the, the little ending? Please. About at the 50-yard line, with a couple minutes left, there's a fourth and in inches. The score is 23-20, to 20, Tennessee leading. Tennessee has the ball. They call a quarterback sneak to Ryan Tannehill. Up 23-20. Get the quarterback sneak, you ice the game, you win it. What do the Chargers do? They get a stuff. The stuff, though, was questionable. It was over two minutes because Twitter was crushing Vrabel. Did not challenge the play, and he had some timeouts. Did not challenge it. Looked relatively clear that they probably would win the challenge. But now thinking about it, it's hard to win the short yard of challenge, right? Because it's really got to be definitive, and it doesn't feel like a lot of them get overturned. Then the Chargers, with about two minutes and 45 seconds, do their classic where they end up right around the goal line perfectly around like 28 seconds. Like they, they, they just find the perfect way to get the clock down, whether it's a couple runs here to milk like a minute, but then they hit the one big pass. And then they have multiple times where it looks like they score. One guy's Eckler's knee was down. That's what it was. So they get like a 20-yard play with like 30 seconds left. It looks like Eckler scores, turns out his knee's down. First play from scrimmage. You know, he overthrows Mike Williams on a fade. Second play from scrimmage, it looks like Melvin Gordon scores. His knee's also down at the half-inch yard line. Then it gets a little dicey. So you got 30 seconds left 
they overturn that call because they call a touchdown. They overturn it. Well, when you overturn it, when you have no timeouts, they do a they do a 10-second runoff. So it goes from 30 seconds to 20 seconds. But granted, the clock is stopped when they are snapping the ball. But they don't have a timeout. So I thought, you don't have a timeout. There's only 20 seconds. You're only down three. Don't you have to throw it on that play? So if it isn't completion, you can just kick the field goal and go to overtime? They ran the ball. Now is the worst case running the ball because he ends up fumbling the ball and they get it and the game ends. But can you run the ball in that situation with 20 seconds left, no timeouts, down three on your own goal line? Uh, I do think 20 seconds gives you enough time to run another play, provided it's not one of those ones where the guy's like under the pile. And I, I think 20 seconds. But it was kind of going to be that because they're in goal line situation. Yeah, like it was I, pretty risky. It is risky. I agree. It is risky. But I do think you would – Odds are, if you just stop, you can still get one more playoff. But you know how it goes in that situation, especially on the road, when that team's up, they're going to lay on you. It's going to be really, really difficult to feel like you have any semblance to rush on the unit, and they ultimately screwed the pooch, and now they're 2-5. and I would never, if I would have told you in August, who was more likely to be really, really shitty? Would you have said the Falcons or the Chargers if I just gave you those two options? Probably reluctantly would pick the Falcons. I just thought the Chargers were going to yeah, be Yeah, I mean, to me, the Chargers, it's always like you never think they're going to be god-awful. You just think they're going to be good enough to make it painful when they're they, inevitably yeah, cause bad. Because they, they're 8-8, eight 9-7. Eight, and seven, Just looks like that 16 games, games a year, right? Yeah. That's just how they look. Where the Falcons, how often do the Chargers get blown out or blow someone out, right? Rarely. Every single game... It's not even, I mean, it, it's at the point now where it's comical <laughs> because they, they play in the exact same game. And they're just, this is going to be the first year, though, in a long, long time where they might go like 5 and 11. Well, even is there, all their games look like that. So, real quick on them before we move on, like, do you think there's a reason they keep playing in the same game? Like, part of it is their quarterback, part of it, part of it. But maybe part of it, and you tweeted this, like, this is the this is the coaching situation they just find themselves in repeatedly. Now I will like, say, even when they had Marty Schottenheimer, who was a real NFL coach, but they were going fourteen and two. I know, but they really just good. they but they still like it. Was, the heartbreak was there, but might, it might be like the light of like a four thirty game. In Southern well, there's California no doubt. <laughs> but this game was in Tennessee. Yeah, and when I saw it at first, I saw some weird play early in the game. I'm like, well, it's light out. The good news for the Chargers is this game will end in the dark, and so it won't look like a Charger game. But then it did. It did. I, I really think, guy, we say it all the time. It's like the most go-to NFL comment from a fan, coach, or player. Like, it's a coaching league. It's a coaching league. Well, players might say, it's on us. It's about the players. Most people say it's about coaches, 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 coaches. For eight years now, they I think they had five with McCoy, and now they're on year three of Anthony Lynn. They have consistently had one of the lowest-paid coaches in the league. Like obviously McCoy had no leverage, was making who knows? I mean, he might have been making like two and a half, which eight years ago might have been the low end. Anthony Lynn's probably making three and a half. You can't don't you kinda get what you pay for? Like aren't like I think the 49ers expectations were kind of high. It's like we're paying Kyle a lot of money. I think when we judge, and sometimes I think about this too, it's okay for me to be a little more critical on Gruden. They're paying him ten fucking he's they paid him like a rock star. Now you are what you are when you get paid, but still, like that does change the 
you know, kind of the way we speak about you. It definitely does with players. Like part of the reason we're harder now on Goff and the Wences and all these guys. They they got their huge Ian Jimmy and Derek. Like you guys start making twenty five plus a year. You get it's a little different when you know he's just on his rookie contract. Right. <clears throat> I, I I when is Dean Spanos ever gonna be or will you ever read? You know what? Dean ended up with Anthony Lynn, but Urban and Lincoln Riley turned him down. You'd be like, "Wow, you'll you'll never read that guy, no, ever, ever." Where, and I think that that would drive me nuts if I was a Charger fan. And we talked about this with the Lions and the Chargers. Some of it, you know, they play a lot of the similar games on their quarterback, and for sure. But would Matt Stafford look like Matt Stafford if somehow he just would have ended up around a Belichick? You know, around even a Pete Carroll. Like clearly, there are things that Pete Carroll they just they harp on, and he's a ten million dollar coach. And there's a big difference between a ten million dollar coach and a four million dollar coach. Because I've seen some four million dollar coach. You you we've had front row seats. Tom Sula, Dennis Allen. They just they're usually not very good head coaches. They're just over their head. It's just a lot to ask. Now, is Dennis Allen a great one point five million dollar coordinator? Hell yeah. Is he? He's not a good coach. Anthony Lynn at the end of the day is just kind of a meathead. And, you know, and I, like, middle coffee doesn't even call the offensive plays. He's the head coach. He could have easily got on the, hey, we got to throw it here. Because I, I don't I don't think you can run the ball there. Like, my big takeaway guy, 20 seconds left, no timeouts. Given how you've kind of lucked into this situation, I, I, I think, especially you're just history, that's just too By crazy way, of a situation. Yeah, but let's not you talk about great the play- wide receivers. Understood. But let's not talk about it totally like they ran the ball, ran out of time. Like, Melvin Ingram... Who held out, fumbled Gordon. the football. Melvin Gordon, who held out, fumbled the football. Thank you. Doug Gottlieb tweeted, you should cut him tomorrow. I think he was dead serious. <laughs> I don't know if you'd do that. Do you think if Melvin Gordon was cut, he'd get... Sunday on Monday with Doug? Uh, I think Friday. I think it'll be forgotten. Oh, okay. If Melvin Gordon was cut, would he be claimed? Yeah. Yeah, he would. His salary's pretty big, but yeah, he'd be claimed. By the Rams. You're probably right. He, he, Could they afford he, him? Would he even make it that far? No. Like the, the Bengals, you know, some random teams would claim him. The, the, the fucking Redskins. His life would suck. He'd be furious by who'd claim him. He, he'd be pissed. Uh, yeah, it's just... Dolphins might claim him and pay him. Yeah, that wouldn't be the worst I could claim Miami or lose it anyway. <laughs> That's the other thing. It's like, you come back... Do you think he's throwing them off at all? Because they were kind of humming before he showed up. Like, Eckler was making plays. And I don't now... know. You know, he scored today. Again, this is such a small – like, people <laughs> just happy when you score. But everyone seemed genuinely happy for him when they scored. Yeah. They uh... – All right, other headlines. You go. Tannehill. I texted – I don't have it in front of me. Uh, I guess I could pull it up. We think he was 22 or 29 for three-something – I know he threw a pick, but a couple of touchdowns. Marcus Mariota started his last game in Tennessee unless Tannehill gets hurt, right? Or could we still go back to him? I don't think you go back to him now, but if Tannehill goes down, then he would just... 23 of 29, 312, two touchdowns, one pick. I don't think it could have gone much better, right? Just the stat line. You beat the Chargers. Is Ryan Tannehill sneaky going to be their quarterback next year? Eh, you still got to draft a quarterback, right? Well, but I'm just saying, what if you draft a guy in like the second, like a Jimmy Garoppolo, Derek Carr type, and he's a starter? Could Mariota be traded to the Bears by about three weeks? 
Does that solve their issue? Well, I, it just gives them a capable quarterback. Like you well, can't three weeks, they have to do it in nine days. When's the trading deadline? I think 20, it's the 29. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. So, you're right. yes and no. <laughs> I just like seeing, thinking like the trade deadline is just a date that's just always farther away than it is. Eventually, it comes up, right? Like, oh, yeah, just the trade deadline, you know, by like, we got like four more weeks. Yeah, we're already in week eight. <laughs> you're right. Uh, I'd be a little, I guess I'd be a little surprised if, if Mariota was trading the Bears, but. Yeah, I think the Titans got to feel pretty good about themselves. About the Tannehill move. Both the, the game was irrelevant. I saw multiple people tweet. Rasilla had a great tweet. Like, I refuse to ever mention that I watched or I'm going to stop watching this game. Like, that game does not deserve to get watched unless you're a Charger or a Titan fan up until the last couple minutes. That game does not deserve your attention. It really doesn't. The games that did, we only got one of them. The other game looked kind of interesting. The Saints just beating the shit out of the Bears, which I think the Bears now have officially a Marcus Mario, or I mean a Mitch Trubisky problem. Like he's he's a he's a problem guy. He said after the game they're going to figure it out. He's got confidence. Mitch or Nagy? Mitchell. Nagy said the media will not divide us. So. <laughs> Matt, Matt, I've been watching your you, periscopes. Uh, all right, your turn. Headline, hit me. Uh. Let's go. Listen, I I've been hard on this guy, and I don't think that you can win playing this way. It's not a sustainable way to play. Now he is an enjoyable player to watch if you just want to be entertained by him running around. But the Ravens are five and two, and after the end of next week, right, the Browns play the Patriots. They could be two and five that division would essentially be over. And we'd be like, well, the Ravens are a playoff team. Just what's going to be their seeding? They're not going away. I mean, Marcus Peters is a flawed player, but he fucking had a pick six today. So you go, they added a guy that, yeah, he's got issues, but he's way better than anything they had. Against Russell Wilson, not against, you know, some rando. No, it was... I was I went to the gym and just kind of I, I kind of looked away and then I looked right as he was catching it. You kind of described it like I, I didn't see the replay. He kind of baited him. It was yeah. Well, he like just, he like fell off. Hit him in stride. He, he fell off like ten, but maybe eight yards. He was up against him, fell back, and then broke on the ball because Russell was thrown to the flat and he just cut it off. Was that what he was doing? No, the receiver. It was a receiver. It wasn't a running. I mean, it was a receiver. I think it was the outside receiver who just kind of stopped. I didn't see the all-22. I just saw Marcus kind of bail and then come charging back. Does anyone, for a guy that takes a lot of shit, does anyone make more plays than that guy? He makes a ton. Yeah. He really does. Do you know... Like, what were your takeaways from Lamar? Because he is kind of... It's it's hard because you're like, is he going to get killed? But God, he's kind of fun. And then he makes some sweet passes and he makes some terrible passes. He's a roller coaster ride. Yeah, I mean, but Har- mean- Harbaugh's super fired up. I saw that when they ran that touchdown on fourth and two. Harbaugh goes over and he's so fucking proud. It's like, God, I kind of like this squad, but so, I don't really. I- I'm torn. Yeah. So first and foremost, they they won, right? So they're five and two right now on the road in Seattle. Lamar was nine of twenty passing for one forty three. Now he had like three. Mark Andrews dropped like three passes, so he should have at least been over fifty percent. Probably he didn't have a touchdown throwing. He probably should have had one. Carried the ball 14 times for 116. Like, the one thing you'll say about him is when he throws the football, do you watch him throwing the football and think, like, he could never be an NFL passer? 
because he's just playing in big games. They're winning big games. He's gonna get. Well, that's, he's that's getting the first, his chance. First, first big game though. He's won. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like now they're five and two. They're gonna keep playing in these games, even if he's not a polished passer today. At this rate, is he if he's healthy? And your point as well. It's hard to ignore the if he's healthy part because this is part of the game with the way he plays. But I just think there's a chance he could continue to improve. Because they are like they're winning football games, so he's not getting benched. So as long as he doesn't get hurt, he's going to keep playing football. He's better, like better off with him than Joe Flacco. Low bar. That's probably not even fair to Lamar. They were right about that, right? Like they were right about it when they did it, and everyone thought they were crazy. Not everyone thought they were crazy, but it was like, ah, it's pretty risky. We see why they did it. Like you, you couldn't keep him on the bench for Joe Flacco. I also think there was some talk, like, are they going to run the wing tee? Because it wasn't one some of the hype on Lamar. Like they're going all in on the Lamar offense. Like you watch them, they do kind of run normal. I, I don't feel like they're just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball with Lamar. But they do in the back of their pocket on that play on fourth and two when they went for it. And as Warren Sharp on Twitter was like, no team believes more in the analytics. Like Warren, they're just doing what everyone's been hoping people would do forever. It's not the analytics. Like fuck, of course, fourth and two, you're on the five-yard line in the second half on the road, go for it. And they did. And they ran a pretty sweet quarterback sneak. What do you think happened there, by the way? If it was the, like, do you think John Harbaugh was like, send the field goal unit out there, and then he thought, you know what, no, let's go for it? Or do you think he send the field goal unit out, and then someone was like, no, 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 John! The spreadsheet! We Call a timeout! We gotta well, run you know a play! The, you know what the spreadsheet is bigger on? Not necessarily situationally. It's just a field goal, you're almost like playing to tie. Like, the point of the game is to win. I yeah. think that's what the analytic people get so worked up about. Like, you just kick a field goal there, they're just as likely to get another field goal, and then you go to overtime, and it's 50-50. They hate the 50-50 propositions. Like I, If you want to kick a field goal there, great. If he wants to go for it, great. Like, I don't have a problem with either. Like, I don't think it's that crazy. You just kind of go with what the game, the feel for what you think. You know you haven't been in the, in the baby zone that many times, and they ran a pretty sweet play. Wouldn't you say the one thing pretty sweet about Lamar – is when he does run, he needs a very, very slight crease. He can oh. get skinny fast between the hole. He does. Like he kind of slides. He kind of like he kind of like turns himself to get through some holes. Well, He's, I take. I, I like him. People, I, I I don't like his playing style necessarily. I do. It, I'm entertained by watching him play. Well, I texted you when that game started. I would rather be watching Ravens Seahawks than Chiefs Saints. Now we got the better. Game. We got the better Mahomes. game for sure. Part of, if Mahomes is playing, you don't feel that way. Yeah, but Mahomes wasn't playing because it was Saints Bears. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, though I do think the I don't know. That was, I did Bears. that when I texted you too. For some reason, I got those two confused. But that game was terrible. You right? That game. It, I mean, didn't the Ravens Seattle game feel pretty big? It did. Like, you're like God, this this feels like a interconference playoff type matchup. Yep. Uh, how about? No. Sorry, I interrupted no. you. I finished that thought. No, I just I wanted to play. I just wanted to play for you, Greg. I was watching the bonus coverage of Vikings. Uh, sorry, Vikings, Giants, Cardinals, because the Niners game ended in a record amount of time. And I was like, "Who is this analyst? He's pretty good. I like him." Well, it was Greg Olson. This this play came fourth quarter, two minutes and thirteen seconds left. It's third and nine. They're at the the Cardinals are driving. They're inside the red zone, not quite the baby zone, but they're at like the 16, 17 yard line. They need the clock to run because they're up three. They just want to take as much. They want to take it down to the two minute warning. Kyler scrambles but runs out of bounds, and Greg Olson loses his mind. 
Greg Olson, who's playing against the 49ers next week, John. Um, the Cardinals tweeted something about how we're here. When's everyone going to notice us? And I, I, one of the replies, I don't remember who tweeted it, was like, yeah, you guys are literally in last place in your division. But, but they are 3-3. Three and 3-3 three. Three, three three and 1. 3-3 three, three and 1. Thank you. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, I, I didn't watch that much of their game. Though, I was like, ah, oh, they won the game. And everyone's shitting on the Giants. I'm like, I bet Kyler, you know, 300 yards. That defense isn't very good. He threw for 104 yards today, guy. 104 yards. They had a running back that no humans ever heard of, except you were telling me before you were on some text thread with fantasy people yeah, talking Steve, about this Chase Edmonds. Not fantasy people, a medical sales guy. Yeah, and <laughs> did he take? Did he put him in the lineup? Yeah, well, my other buddy Brian Lappin was like, "Who should I put in?" And Bron's like, "Put that guy in." I don't know how they know Edmund. about him. Is he like I a guy know. on the I, come? I, 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 mean, I was not about to start grilling people on fantasy. He was fourteen and twenty-one for one hundred and four yards. So I, they are three and three and one. So they're not terrible, but two of their wins—I mean, the Giants and the Falcons—so they're beating shitty, shitty teams. Another takeaway today. I got one for you. Okay. The Bills are 5-1, and one, mm. and they still have several games against division rivals beside the Patriots. They play the Jets one more time. They still play the Browns. They play the Redskins. They play the Broncos. They play the Steelers, who aren't very good. I mean, guy, are they going to just be 10-6? and six? How, how are they not? They're in pretty good shape. I don't know if they're that good, but they're, they're winning. Their defense is good. I also think Miami's kind of the weird team to play right now because they're still playing kind of hard, but they really, really suck. God. So I just think when you're telling your team, like, we got the Dolphins, you know, it's just, it's hard. I mean, you can act, Belichick can act all he wants, saying how good guys are. We're all humans. We know who's good and who's not. I mean, you just said it, but just looking at their schedule, God. The Bills. Could they get to 11 wins? I mean, Eagles, Redskins, Browns, Dolphins, Broncos. Those are their next games. Eagles, Redskins, Browns. I mean, Washington, Dolphins, Broncos. I think they're in pretty good shape. Yeah. I I actually think I got another team for you. We mentioned them a little earlier. And this is the nature, I guess, of the sport, so you kind of overreact to games. But it's like, God... You know, the Rams, let's not just bury them yet. I mean, Jalen's making plays. For sure. Like forcing fumbles. You know, you got Aaron Donald. You see that Devontae Freeman went after him and he picked him up. He ended up getting it. Devontae Freeman got ejected from the game. Did he punch him? I don't know. He might have grabbed his face mask. Aaron Donald just picked him up like he was Simba. <laughs> like, you're like, bro, you would get your ass kicked. <laughs> Especially Devontae Freeman's just a small little running back anyway. I just think the Rams, they'll be heard from again, guy. They'll, they'll be heard I from. Agree. I agree. I, I agree. How about Minshew? You know, nice little uh, comeback win. 15 to 32. So, you know, about 50%, a little under. But he did throw 255 yards, touchdown. Winner for net, good game. 29 carries, 131 yards. Beat the Bengals. Beat the Bengals. They're not uh, dead. I mean, the Kirk Cousins comeback tour continues. He's never dead. Until he'll just ruin everybody. Well, this is part of the deal, is you start to love him again. But I would say the one thing for him, and I'd just say this team, 
if you're just a decent quarterback, you're going to look pretty good with that squad. You're throwing, like today, I had Thielen on my daily fantasy. He got hurt. But you know he got hurt on his 25-yard touchdown pass in the back of the end zone. It was sweet. Diggs had seven catches for 142 yards. The Irv Smith, this tight end they drafted, five for 60. Kyle Rudolph, still pretty sweet, five for 60. I mean, they just got dudes. And then you look at uh, what Dalvin Cook do, 25 for 140 and two touchdowns. Like, their offense is stacked. I, I, I just don't see how the Vikings don't make the playoffs. I feel like I say that about, like, six teams. But <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm really confident in them. Like, they are just – they also get lucky. That, so, like, the, do you know who the Vikings play this week? The Redskins. So, they're 6-2. and two. Then they go to the Chiefs, but you get Matt Moore. Then you go to the Cowboys. But then you get the Broncos, Seahawks, Lions, Chargers, Packers, Bears. Weird because you start saying the AFC or the NFC North, all the teams are solid. Just, it's harder to like go win loss, you know. Yeah, like even the Bears, everyone's like, "Oh, the Bears are going to lose all these games." Well, they already beat the Vikings. Like they just play well against their divisional opponents. It's a little different. That's what kind of makes the NFC West unique. Like I got no clue how the Niners are going to look against Cliff or Cliff's going to look against. The, like you're just so many new pieces now. Like how's Jalen Ramsey going to look against? Like I don't know. Like, a lot's changed in a quick period of time. I, I do know this. As we're coming down the home stretch here, the recording of this podcast, it's twenty-one to seven, and every time I look up, Dallas is making plays. I would imagine Howie Roseman's fucking furious. Oh. Howie Zeke. is furious, sitting in the box with uh, Cowboys are kicking their ass, guy. Would you want to play the Cowboys in the first ha- round? No, nope. Dallas. No. <laughs> yeah. How, there are going to be some changes. Heads are going to roll. Well, he's, got, he's, gonna, he's got nine days to start trading for people. Could you? What could you see him do? Or trading people. I mean, maybe he goes all in on tanking the season and just starts getting picks. I just. They don't what could really he get for guy? Yeah, they don't. Yeah, it's just not. You'd love not. to have Deshaun Jackson balling out right now. Trade him for like a first. Could I you? Do th- yeah, but he's got a torn hamstring. Well, or yeah, you can't. But I'm just saying, <laughs> if he was healthy, balling out, would you get a? For, could you get uh, a first he, for him? Balling out, I think you yeah. probably get like a second. Like if he if he had just been healthy all year and they were still losing, you probably get some. He is old. I mean, how he wouldn't even hesitate. I mean, if he got value, I do think there are two type of tankers. Like how he's a big number guy. One time he yelled at me because I said I think this guy would be a good camp arm. And this is when I was relatively new, so I think he, he's like we don't use that term. You know, like. We're trying to look for good players, no matter. Oh, like, okay. The guy's okay. the fucking ninetieth guy in the roster. Right. He's like, we're always, even though, like, I think he was just giving me shit. I mean, this is literally, I was like a weekend. But, cause, I mean, I would use that term later. But I just think there is, like, I mean, he's a diehard numbers guy. I bet he's got Sam Hinkie's number in his phone. Like, he knows these guys really well. Those guys do kind of like tanking. Howie does not. I, I, I can honestly say I've never heard anywhere close to like losing acceptable. Play to lose, trade to lose. Like, I just, I think he's one of the rare guys, and maybe he's from New York. He ain't in this to fucking lose games. <laughs> I, he would rather not trade guys to. Now, there is a there's a push and pull, but I think the hard part for them, right, if the, if the trade deadline is next Tuesday, even at three and four, they won't view themselves like that. We'll just get the Cowboys when they come back to Philly. We'll just keep to handle our business. I also think when you go all in on a quarterback like they have when you pay Wentz, 
and this is part of like when you pay Derek, when you pay Jimmy, like you just you're playing to win. Once once you once you break off the quarterback, because I was like, what what are we doing this for, right? Yeah. What's the point of these games? And I and I you know me, I'm someone that's pro tanking when you're out of it in December. Like you right. can't win. Not winning meaningless games that hurt your draft stock. Yeah, but games right now, if you've won three or four games, even like Arizona is a good example. Like they should try to they should desperately try to win seven eight games, right? When they feel pretty good about an offseason coming back, Kyler in the second year, if they're seven eight and one, oh, you're like God. We got to keep an eye on them. Is there a chance this division's the best division in football for the next like five years? Um, let's look at it real quick. I, I wouldn't go that far, but it's, well, but hold on, okay. The AFC East, if is Josh Allen a franchise quarterback? Is Sam Darnold a franchise quarterback? Tom Brady, who got tricked into the the scene, was not what it looked like. Uh, those three teams, the the AFC North, Browns no, Steelers got some figuring out to do. Bengals no, they're out. AFC South, no. I mean, you got no, a no, couple no. teams that need to find quarterbacks. <laughs> AFC West, no, no, right now, no. NFC East, uh, Giants aren't I, any closer. Washington's not any closer. Yeah, I think the Redskins no. are just too shitty. You'd say NFC North, yeah, they got a shot there. They're pretty good. NFC South, right now, no, no, because the Falcons soon are going to need a quarterback. Tampa I mean, might might still be a while, but so yeah, like, I think you'd if, be, you you'd, you'd well say right now, John, right North. now it is. Well, right now, the, the, the NFC West is the only division. Now, again, the fact that the Cardinals tied is a little mis- makes it a little misleading. But there are two divisions right now with a three-loss, uh, excuse me, a three-win last-place team. The NFC West and the AFC South, where the Jags and Titans are tied with three losses, with three wins, three wins, three and four. Do you feel like the AFC South and the NFC West are equivalents? No. Just from the eye test? Because I don't. I don't know at all. Well, because, I mean, look, the NFC West has three franchises in it that have been in the Super Bowl in the last how many years? And I, when you say the difference, too, is... Although Harbaugh is further away than you think. <laughs> yeah, very, very far away. Look at all the quarterbacks in the NFC West. You got Goff is, what, 25? You got Kyler's 22. You got Jimmy's 27. And you got Russ, 30. Yeah, say what you want about Kyler, Goff, Jimmy. Like, these, these are four teams not looking for quarterbacks. Not anytime soon. Who would you say is the first team on that list looking for a quarterback? Arizona. They just drafted a guy number one overall guy. But I, but but I'm just saying, like, it's not going to be Goff. It's not going to be Russell. Like to me, they. Well, you don't m- think it could be Goff? Or you think just because they no, paid him, they're, they're in it? Yeah, and again, like his floor is pretty high. I think in the end, it'll. It, he, I, I. You think it's Goff? Because I'm just saying, well, like, I just did the math. I just know like, the Cardinals I, hired and fired a coach within a year. The coach they've got yeah. now had a losing record in college. If you tell me in two years they got a new coach and that guy doesn't like Kyler Murray, I don't know. Yeah, it's not, What's the argument right. for Goff? Well, I mean, I just look like 22-37, 272 touchdowns, no picks. they like, boom, no sacks. He was just good. You know, they just easily win. Like, he does that. I, I think the problem is most people that don't like him, they see a sample size of him, like one of it is like every five games. If you see on a bad game, he can look really bad. I think most games are like what he does today when they just rattle off all these wins that they always have. And they're, they, they're four and three and they won 37 to 10. He just does his 62%, 
300 yards, two or three touchdowns, no picks, boom, win. If you do that a lot, you're just on 10, 11 win teams, you have fucking Phillip Rivers' career, right? Now, you can see Phillip Rivers had some moments. I'm defending Goff now. Honestly, Jimmy would, you're right. Russell's a made man. He's going no, he's the best player in the history of the franchise. He's number one, right, to not be replaced. When you just factor in literally how much cash they just gave the guy, they gave him $40 million more million than Jimmy just on that alone. And, like, he's better than I think people think. He'd be two. It'd then be a competition. Your argument would just be they got turmoil in the organization, which is fair. And then Jimmy's just, we're going to see some big games. Like, Cardinals, the one thing they're going to have going for them, they're not really going to play in big games for a couple years, so Kyler's just going to be able to kind of slow play it. Yeah. Jimmy's going to be thrust into the spotlight next week. <laughs> like this, is, It's going to feel like a playoff game against the Panthers. It's going to feel like a playoff game that Monday night against Seattle. It's going to just feel big, the Packers. His games are going to get dissected from Haberman Middlecoff to first take pretty heavily. That's And that's a good thing. That means you're playing in important games, but it's going to get intense. Like The, the Niners are going to be in like a two-year window of just intensity with Jimmy. Now, luckily for them, there's like the money. They're not like married to him forever. But you agree the intensity is going to be intense on the yes. way he's kind of nitpicked. Yeah, and like if we're just playing the out, like he has been hurt, so that's also a factor. If he gets hurt again, all that. But you're right. But having the brightest light on you doesn't necessarily. It means you're playing well enough that you're in these high level games. Because it's hard to replace. Crazy as it sounds, guy. If you had to pick one of the four guys, if I said this. Non-injury. One of the four guys not the starting quarterback next year. Yeah. You're, I mean, again, but... I mean, yeah, it'd, be, it'd be crazy circumstances. It's be between crazy. him and Kyler, put it that yeah, way. I, yeah, I, I don't yeah. think it's between Goff that, that and That was Kyler. my point. Because you could, you could make the argument, well, Bidwell fires everyone again. They bring in, they trade Kyler. Something like that. The one thing I think that's already kind of established, though, is like... Kyler's getting three or four years in the like to be. A yeah, star. he's not a disaster. He's, he's he ain't worth going playing. away. He ain't a laughing stock, and we've seen that before, right? Like this guy sucks. What Trubisky's a laughing stock right now. Yeah, I got a little elephant in the room. Do you think they're going to pick up Miss Trubisky's fifth year option this offseason? Uh, they drafted him second how overall. How much is he making? What does that fifth year option pay him? But you got to pick it up going into the fourth year, right? So you don't really know. It's like the average of the top five oh, quarters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it'd, it'd be a high I thought number. you just pick it up during the fourth year, before the fifth year. You, you, no, you got to pick it up before the fourth year that's starts, right, that's the right. offseason. That, it's, it's a little early. Uh, no, I don't think they pick it up. Because there's been some guys that have big fourth years, you know, and then they, they realize, oh, fuck, we want them. There have been the questionable guys like an Eric Armstead. Yeah, I, I don't see. What, uh, I don't think they, they pick did, it up. They didn't pick up Kyle Fuller one year. And then he had a big year, and they resigned him. Remember, so the Bears are a little cheap to yeah. begin with. I would say no. Would, I would put it this way: if you were them, and it was just Team X, would you pick it up? To me, that'd be the biggest fuck up fifth, non fifth year option pickup so far of this new CBA. A quarterback number two overall, not going to fifth year in the year same draft with Mahomes, and that one stinks. If you're Nagy, you just go. I didn't. I wasn't here, Sean. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even let you want to call Andy's. Check out my reports. Had him fifth. <laughs> That's what you got to start saying. I, Nagy's too good of a guy to do this. This is like 
what Middlecoff would do if he was a coach. He went third person. I, I tried to like the Grudens of the world. Like I, I, I would do some of that operation where I'd leak out. Like I had him seventh on my draft board. I would I, it, a poorly uh, like a a me guy would leak that out over the next three or four weeks. Nagy won't, but but if Middlecoff says it, we know where it came from. Yeah, Nagy. even even if you had him third, the key would be just you just add a couple spots. No one's really going to find out, you know. Like, yeah, I had a fifth on my draft board. I, you know, I came in with a glass half full attitude. That's what we're about around here. But it's just, it is what it is now at this point. I knew it from the beginning, but I tried to, you know, coaches always love saying that. Like, I don't have any preconceived notions. Like Marvin Lewis said in the hard knocks with ASU. Like, I'm just looking at numbers. I don't know any of these guys personally. <laughs> yeah, you can watch three plays and you can hate the guy. I mean, I've been there. doesn't take long. Coaches, you guys get – you actually like the guy more when you don't watch him play, most of these guys. Right. You hate him once they start playing. <laughs> you're actually – you're better off getting to know him because then, you, then, then you'll try to like him. That's why they tell you don't get to know him first because then you'll be like, I really like this guy. No, he stinks. Mitch stinks. Mitchell. Stinks. Mitchell. Okay, time to eat. All right. Later. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.